You're listening to the Pittsburgh Piledriver. What the hell is that? Podcast. Pittsburgh Piledriver. Rolling. Rolling cast. We're rolling in like a bowling, rolling pulley. Hi, everybody. It's the Pittsburgh Potter Podcast. Yay. We're going to do a pod. <sighs> Tom? Uh, we're going to do a pod episode, <laughs> and uh, we've got some stuff to cover. We took a week off oh, because, of uh, you know, holidays and good things and good times and good stuff like that. But we're back to talk about wrestling. We have picks to do. For the final show of 2023, this is it. This will determine who enters 2024 as the illustrious chooser weight champion. I can only hope that it is my boy Beef who takes down all these insolent naysayers, vagabonds, and hobos. Fingers crossed, everybody. Ransom is here. Poot the Bard is here. Beef the Legend is here. Tiger Bomb Tom. We have got a show to do, and we have picks to do. However, I know what we're going to – we're going to – what do you guys want to do first? Picks or some general banter? I don't want to jump into something you don't want to do. Huh? Yes. Huh? Huh? Okay. Let's – What? Let's do picks. Let's, what? Let's, let's do picks. Let's – What? They want you to take the rules. Let's do picks. Let's knock them out the park here. Yeah. Uh, hi, everybody. Uh, also, yeah. Ransom, I don't know how you've been staggering these shows, but it's been like a month since we recorded. So, anybody, hi. Uh, I, 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 updated, I updated the uh, the audio. I got it up to date. It's there. I'm not saying. I'm, I'm saying, Ransom, was like, a fallacy. I took a week off. We took a week off, and I'm like, I haven't recorded since, like, fucking before Thanksgiving, I think. I don't remember. Time's anyway. Fallacy. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> so, happy, happy, happy Kwanzaa. Um, actually, I think Ramadan is it's, currently happening, It's maybe. Christmas. Anyway. Uh, happy Let's do picks. Now, uh, before we do picks, we do have to update these standings, which I actually forgot to do until about 30 minutes ago. Don't do it. Uh, put, it put it somewhere when, in the middle of the podcast so that people just don't chime in and listen to the beginning or skip ahead and listen to the end. Fit it somewhere in the middle where they're not expecting it. That way they have to listen to the whole diggity darn thing. I mean, I think That's I can That's right. I, that... I, I weekend as a supervillain. I'm the weekend version of Lex Luthor. Suck it. You mean like the I terrible pop can... star or fucking what are we talking about here? Poot, you're going to be my next victim if you don't watch yourself. Uh, I believe that we can assume that the people who are actually interested in the scores probably listening to the podcast, like open, uh, <sighs> open the show. I can't deal with you whenever you just shoot down all of my ideas with your blatant logic. Uh, let I me know. live in the fantasy world that I want to live in. Okay. Uh, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll talk no, them away. No, no, no. Do it now. No, it's ruined. Okay. Well, ruined. It's, I'm I have, going back to the hall of again, justice. It's ruined. I miss you guys. I have, I have yet again blown Ransom Dorf's plans out of the water. Foiled again. Here we go. Curses. <laughs> uh, I'll get you next time, baby. All right. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> the bad news is. Meanwhile, uh, even there was a hole of justice. Even, even though. 
I had a decent. <sighs> okay, nobody had a good night at NXT Deadline, but uh, don't say that. No, none of us watch it. My my total score at the end of Deadline was one point less than Dave's total score going into Deadline. It ain't looking good. Oh no. So. Oh balls. Uh. That being said, Dave didn't have a great night. Dave, we actually equaled out on points at deadline. He had 13, I had 13. Uh, Dave's totaling right now at one, mm. one, 175. Um, not, not outside the realm of possibility, but certainly the prohibitive favorite. Um, favorite. And then you hear me, favorite. Isn't that a, isn't that a member of? Isn't that a member of a uh, uh, Gunter's thing? Isn't that favorite no, Eichner? You just, you got it. You got it. He took too long uh, to get that insult out. He tried though. You I'm gotta, rusty. Got to give the boy. You got to give the boy. You, you got to give the boy some points there. He tried. Um, all right. There's a there's a pretty big, pretty big log jam in the middle. Uh, in, in second place. Yeah. Um. So a little bit of behind the scenes magic. We accepted. Uh, Tom's picks for deadline a little bit late, and we expected him as saying, just give me what Beef picked. And me, being an honorable chap, said, I'll give you what Poot picked, thinking I don't want you to steal my points, Tombo. Well, I should have given you my picks, because I'd still be beating you, but I'm not. So, because Poot did so incredibly well at deadline, so Yeah! Uh, so, Pat... No, I'm sorry. In second place is Amber at 163. What? Uh... I can't believe it either, but this here is, we are. This is what your fucking candor gets you. This is what your candor Pat, gets you, Beef. Third place, we have Tom and Pat with 162. <laughs> then me at 161. Then there's a little bit of a drop-off <laughs> before you get the ransom at 147. Uh-oh. Uh, Poot at 142, despite having the best night at deadline, uh, still couldn't, still, still crawling out of that basement, because his, uh, his whole, his whole, like, here, watch this mentality is just going here, so hold, well. Here, hold my beer! And, uh, <laughs> then, well, the good news is, Scooby, you cracked 100. You're at, you're okay. at 113. You're, you're, you're at 113. Give it so, up for the man! Uh... Uh, assuming that uh, nothing miraculous happens here, I, I think it's pretty safe to say that it's a uh, one, two, three, four, five horse race. No, look, you know, Tom two, wants to give picks. Assuming two, Tom wants to give picks, I gave Tom. We we gave Tom a oncer. Yeah, I've given yeah, a oncer before. Two housekeeping items here on this. One. That's the last time we're giving. I, I honestly, I, I, I say that's anybody. the last time we give anybody a just give me the same picks as dot dot dot. Yeah, that's that's yep. that Agreed. that's not going to be. We're done with that. Up. No, we're done with that. And two, that was an exception. There were some things going on. We were happy to do it. But going forward, pick a pick or don't pick a pick. That's what we got to do. And yep. two, if for some reason Tom submits picks for this. And blows it out of the park and wins and goes into 2024 as the Choose a champion. There will be an asterisk beside that because of the shenanigans might, that went down. I might put a big asterisk on the title and duct tape before I give it to him. Uh, honestly, Spray paint it on so it's harder to get off. 
No, I'm not gonna spray paint. It's a nice belt. Sure, buddy, spray paint it. Make Dave our, make a new one. Our buddy Dave, our buddy Dave gave us the belt, and I and I really treasure it because it was something that he didn't have to do, and it really did. So that was yeah, it was just very nice. Anyway, uh, so those are the standings. Here are the matches somewhere for uh, Worlds Collide. Nope, Worlds End. Now this is why it's um, like when Worlds End. What Worlds? This is damn it. this will be fun. This will this will be fun. Uh, uh, participants TBA, a 20-man battle royal for a future AWT and championship match. All participants TBA. No participant has been mentioned. <laughs> Pick a name. Pick a name. Uh, Hook will defend the what FTW. The nope. Uh, oh yeah, it is. It is, it is the FTW championship. I forgot that was still a thing against Wheeler Yuta. Uh, those are both pre-show, uh, I believe. Maybe not. I can't tell. Uh, Eddie Kingston and uh, John Moxley will uh, face off for the inaugural uh, AEW Continental Classic Championship, uh, which is going to be part of the inaugural tri Triple Crown triple Championship, which will include a Eddie's Ring of Honor World Championship and Eddie's New Japan Strong World Championship. Julia Hart will defend the TBS Championship against Abaddon. Yes! Tony Storm. Timeless Tony Storm with Luther will defend the AEW Women's Title against Riho. Ricky Starks, Big Bill, and the Don Callis family, which is uh, Tonosuke Takeshka and Powerhouse Tobbs. Big Bill! Don Callis. Will Faceless Sex God, which is Jericho and Sammy and Sting and Darby Allen, who did not fall off of Mount Crumpet, apparently. Uh, Christian Cage uh, will defend the TNT title against Adam Copeland in a no-disqualification match. Swerve Strickland with Prince Nana will face off against Keith Lee in a feud that should have ended fucking two years ago, but we're finally getting a, you know an end to, so hurrah. Uh, Miro will take on Andrade El Idolo with uh, CJ Parker in his corner, so that's going to be awkward. Those and, two are still there? Right, right. Collision. Uh, collision's still a thing. Uh, oh. Now that uh, sports ball's wrapping up for the season, I'm actually going to get back into it. And uh, MJF is defending the AEW World Championship against Samoa Joey. Those are your matches. You have 10 points, boys. Use them wisely. <laughs> Dear Lord. Nope, I'm the worst. Okay. Yeah, Starting, I mean, at, the at this point, yeah, at, at, at this point, honestly, like, what have you got to lose? Uh, there is a total of tabulating tabulating great uh 55 that's it i guess there's still a lot holy uh, balls points. someone's gonna break 200 on this likely likely uh so there's a total of 55 points up for grabs here so if you <laughs> swing it right you could end up just under 200 foot so yeah uh you know if 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 you end up with the perfect score let's go battle royal first boys i'm the fucking worst um, i like how it's like if you end up with a perfect score on this you're gonna do great all right first one no one fucking knows <laughs> ransom who's going first tonight Oh, uh, ransom. No. Oh. All right. Get I don't ahead. want to throw either one of you two under the bus on this one. No, oh, you're a kind man. The holidays must have gotten to him. His his heart has grown three sizes, folks. <laughs> it's it's called... still microscopic. That's <laughs> elephantitis, boys. <laughs> still drowning in rum. I have a heart condition. Get it, 
I don't I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do here. I have no idea what I do. possible person could be in this match. I have no idea. Put, put one point on it and go fucking nuts. Uh, uh, say so, CM okay. Punk. So here, do so it. Say CM Punk. Okay. So so here's so here's my rationale with it. Take it, take, take it, don't take it, don't don't whatever. I didn't take into account who's gonna have the the, the TNT title after this. I just thought, okay, you know, and I, and I you know, obviously, I, I, obviously, I'm not like you know, fucking Punk or Goldberg, because like it's it's not gonna be a main event or fighting or Danielson. It's not gonna be a main event or fighting for the TNT title. Clearly. Right. So I went like somewhere in that middle part of the card and I kind of threw spaghetti at the wall, but it's a one pointer for me, which I'm sure it's going to be for everybody. Unless Pooh wants to prove me wrong with his big dick swinging attitude. <laughs> oh, there's no big dick swinging here. This is me just going like, I have an idea and I think it's feasible. All right. So Ransom, go ahead. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, is Darby Allen in a match? Yes, he's facing uh, look, look. the Don Cal's family and the, uh, the 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 tag team champs. Oh, okay. He's he's, he's part of the four man foray because Kenny Omega has diverticulitis. You guys remember diverticulitis, the thing that ended Brock Lesnar's UFC career? Shit. Yes. No, diverticulitis is no fucking joke. That's like people, fucking deal. Yeah. People Big gave deal. People gave. Uh, Dolph, um, or not Dolph? My God, what's wrong with me? Dolph Lundgren. Uh, yeah, Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, they got. Well, yeah. I mean, you look at him; he kind of is like Dolph Lundgren. If you gave him fifty thousand cheeseburgers and steroids, um, uh, I don't know. I'm having a stroke. Go on, dies, move on. Guys, uh, I'm gonna put one point on uh, the kid whose mom Christian is banging. Nick Wayne. Yeah. That's a good pick. That's a very smart pick. I thought the exact same thing. But then I'm like, you know what? Let's have some fun. I went Mustafa Ali one point. Oh, this fucking guy. You oh, you dickhead. Um, can I Can I change my pick to not Mustafa Ali? Or am I locked in? I think I think I think you're about to steal Poot's pick, but uh, go ahead. Um, is 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 Dolph signed anywhere? Son of a bitch! He's not. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it was coming. Yeah, <laughs> one one, uh, one point on uh, Nikki. 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 The other, the the other Nick that's probably gonna be in the ball in, involved. Uh, and yeah, that was the other thought that I had uh, as well. Uh, but I went with Mustafa Ali, the uh, younger and more talented version of that. Uh, so wow. Okay. First of all, n no, no shade at Mustafa Ali, but get, 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 fuck I you. Just, like, I literally just did Kermit sipping Lipton tea with my Mountain Dew can here. Yeah, I know. And that was, yeah, I know. And you're, yeah. And you're like, I'm sorry, you're wrong. Uh, he's younger, but more talented. Mm. One point on Big Dolph swinging, like, uh, it's like it's absolutely gonna be. Uh, get uh, uh, ransom. Give me another one of those. Good enough. I like it. <laughs> I I until Nikki! you said Mustafa Ali, hey! I forgot about that laundry list of people that was released from WWE and the fact that Dolph Ziggler was one of them. Like Dolph, I was just like, 
I think that would be a good introduction to AEW. I think it'd be good. And plus, with this kind of like rogues gallery of 20 man random fucking knuckleheads, like, you know, I, sure. I was half tempted. I was half tempted to say uh, cheeseburger. I was like, fucking uh, why good not? Old cheeseburger. Good old Honestly, cheeseburger. I'm surprised that Pooh didn't pick uh, Penta. No. Um, hey, listen, I remember. He's probably going to be in it. I mean, hey, he absolutely is. Oh, he's he, definitely not going to win. No, he's not going to win. I, I, I was either, I was either going to say Dolph Ziggler or just because I, I was like, you know what? If I'm going to really get weird with it, which I don't think I got too, too outside the fucking box with, with, um, um, no, what's his, what's his, what's his, uh, kayfabe name? Nick, Nick, Nemeth. Nick Nemeth. Yeah, Nick Nemeth. With, um, with Nick Nemeth coming in there. Nemeth. Um, I, I the one I was going to say was Speedball Mike Bailey. That's actually you, I, fucking, uh, but, no, and that's not his soul <laughs> given God name. Mike, <laughs> sorry, listen, man. Mike, uh, anyway. that's how they named their kids up there in Canada. Speedball, Mike Bailey, Kenny the God, Omega, you know, Don the Dickhead Callus. That's just Charles how they Ulysses Bungo the Third. Yeah. <laughs> how'd you wire? How'd you? <laughs> uh, but yeah, my 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 one that's point. Fire. My one point on this is gonna is gonna go on Nick Nemeth. Like, I mean, it just, yeah. it, you know, I, I can't, Yeah, I mean, I, you, you want to make sense of it, but yeah, I mean, obviously all those people hanging out out there, you know, how AW loves to debut people in battle Royals and have them win. I'm looking yep. at you, Brian cage. So yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense. Uh, moving right along. We're seeing hook defend the FTW title against wheel. Yuta in FTW rules match. Which I think is just tantamount to a hardcore rules match, but you have to pin in the ring. I think. Maybe not. That was a hiccup. Uh, oh, it's me. Uh, I'm picking Hook. Four points. Yeah, uh, that's all we need. That's all I need to say. Hook, hook, four points. Boop. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm going to go hook as well, but I'm going to go a little more bold. I'm going to say six points for two reasons. Number one, I feel like keeping that on, uh, I feel like keeping the FTW championship on hook. Like, I mean, it's, it's not exactly earth shattering. Uh, I feel like Wheeler Yuta can at this point eat like losses and we need to like keep building hook back up. But, um, uh, I, I, I also am doing it so that I don't get stuck in that weird mire of having six, nine, and ten for my final points. You know what I mean? That's fair. No, that's, 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 that's smart. Look at you thinking ahead. Uh, Ransom, who you got? I'm going to go with Big Hooker for the old eight points. Eight? Wow. Jeez. You guys have a lot more faith in AW Creative than I do. That's not true. AW Creative, at least on the pay-per-view level, is pretty, pretty solid. Um, it's just everything in between the pay-per-view is kind of, you know, a dice Mish, roll. Mish. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Kingston and John Moxley faced off in the finals of the Continental Classic, which, by the way, was highly uh, entertaining, uh, very successful, and a lot of fun to watch. Um, if 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 you weren't tuned in, it was basically AEW's version of the G1, uh, which is a round-robin tournament where everybody is in in, in each block is guaranteed to face off against everybody else. And um, at the end, you have your semifinals, where the two highest people in each block face off, and then you have your finals, the winners of each block. Uh, no storylines needed, man. Just good fucking wrestling the whole way about. And and you usually um, and you usually get a good poetic like kind of thing like this, where it's Kingston Moxley. 
My only gripe is that Kingston. So I, I, I didn't like them making it part of this whole like, you know, New Age American Triple Crown thing where Kingston belts were, were on the line too, because I think that kind of like telegraphed how it was going to go. Um, and I was really pulling for Danielson to beat Kingston because I really would love to see Danielson versus Moxley, but I get it. And I don't have a problem with Eddie Kingston. I just feel like there was more money in Danielson versus Moxley, especially since we're in Danielson's final year. But on the flip side, I'm sure that Danielson is probably going to be on his way over to Japan to get ready for Okada at Wrestle Kingdom. So uh, I understand where that's coming from as well. Anyway, uh, Poot, it's your pick. Uh, Eddie Kingston versus Moxley for the AEW Continental Classic Championship, the Ring of Honor World Championship, and the New Japan Strong Openweight Championship. Um, on this one, I am going to... See, now this one, I'm going to kind of go the other direction here. I'm going to go four points. I'm going to go four points on Kingston to retain. I feel like it, like, one of... And you can, you can argue with me if you want, but, like, Kingston... Um, Kingston's one of Kingston's biggest criticisms is that like, he doesn't look like a champion. He doesn't, you know, he, you can tell he gets gas sometimes like, and, and, and like, I mean, I can't say anything because the man, the man's far more athletic than any of the three of us. Like, you know, um, but I feel like having him, especially having the win over someone like John Moxley, to retain all this and kind of validate all of it and, and be the inaugural AEW continent, uh, continental champion. I, I think I feel like, and also by the way, with that championship, I feel like they need to put a, uh, an apostrophe before the C cause they're like the AEW continental champion. Um, uh, I just feel like it would be a really good way to keep, Kingston's legitimacy high. I don't feel like I don't feel like Moxley will look bad in defeat, especially against someone like Kingston. Uh, but it's not enough for me to go nine points, you know what I mean, or eight points. So I'm gonna go my four. I'm gonna put my four on Kingston. Uh, I'm gonna put a fiver on Kingston. Um, Moxley has had a, a stupendous championship run in AEW and I don't know that it I, I I feel like if Moxley were to win this it would be more of a disservice to Eddie Kingston and less of a service to John Moxley. So big fiver, Kingston. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm on board. Uh, I got Eddie Kingston for three points for a lot of those same reasons. Uh, I feel like, you know, I think I think Ransom put it perfectly, man. It, it, it's going to help Eddie Kingston more than hurt Moxley, and and it's going to help Eddie Kingston. Far, it would hurt Eddie Kingston far more than helping John Moxley the other way. Um, again, my my only gripe is that you basically gave it away when Eddie when Eddie Kingston was like, and you know what, I'm putting my titles on the line with that too. Yeah. Um, Didn't need that. I, 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 don't, I don't think it needed it. Yeah. I I get it because, you know, Eddie, Eddie Kingston is a big Jap, Japan guy, Japan, Japanese wrestling guy. Um, so, like, you know, having the Triple Crown Championship is important and it's a little bit of prestige. 
And it's a neat little gimmick. I get it, especially has since you have Roman Reigns roaming around with fucking two, four, six, eight titles, whoever. Well, Romy, you know, two, Romy two belts. Yeah, so like, <laughs> you know, he I, I, I get it. I, I, I get the novelty of it. But like, I don't, you know, it basically kind of gave it away unless you really didn't believe in Eddie Kingston at all. So, but I mean, you know, and, and the story's important. Eddie was able to beat Claudio in the tournament. Eddie was able to beat Danielson in the tournament. Now he's going to beat Moxley at the end of it. Kind of like, uh, you know, exercising those demons from the uh, Blackpool Combat Club. Yeah. Also, can we please get John Moxley a vacation? Like, the guy has been, like, covering shifts yeah. for the last, like, year and a half. Give the guy a fucking break, huh? Moving right along, we have Julia Hart defending against Abaddon. Uh, glad to see Abaddon back and on the roster. Even gladder to see Julia Hart and Sky Blue having a little bit of a uh, a, a, a teamsmanship. And uh, even even Thunder Rose is getting involved. So, like, yeah, I mean, good things are happening in AEW's women's division. Despite the craziness of everything else that's going on in AEW, uh, having that women's division kind of start to gain some steam and some momentum is pretty exciting. Uh, Ransom, your pick. Julie Hart defends the TBS championship against Abaddon. Who you got? Um, I, I find no reason at this juncture to take it off of Julia Hart so soon. Um, so six points on Julia Hart. Yeah, I'm of the same mindset. I went a little bit higher. Julia Hart, eight points. Um, I just feel like it's it's way too... And I, and I, I, I know that they've kind of made... The TBS title was on Jade for like eight years. And then it bounced around pretty quickly from her to Chris Statlander and then from Statlander to Julia Hart. So, like, I don't think that they want to be, like, you know, slingshotting it around. I think that Julia should have a nice, decent reign here. And, again, like, the stuff with Sky Blue's working, the stuff with Avedon's working. Like, let's just keep it up, man. Let's just keep that shit moving. And then, uh, Hootsky, who you got? Man, I desperately, desperately want to put, like, points on Avedon. Like, cause I, I, I feel like, I feel like she's gotten the raw end of the deal, um, a lot in, in AEW. Um, and I think part and parcel to that was injury. Um, yes. uh, I think part and parcel of that was injury because they were, they were pretty high on her before she got hurt. Um, mm -hmm. and you know, Julia Hart is doing a great job and I like Julia Hart a lot. Um, I don't personally have like weird ones. This one, I'm trying to be a little more prudent, but this one just to, just to be outside here on this, because like, I'm going to put, this is where my two pointer was going to go. When I was looking at this, I'm going to put two points on Abaddon, not to be weird and not do the poot here. Watch this. I'm just putting it there because I'm like, of all the ones that are here, I really feel like this is the one that I'm like, you know what? I'll take a bet on this, but nothing super risky. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Because I feel like, you know, I feel like Abaddon would be, would be really good as like lording over the, the, the women's division. Um, just how, she has that 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 the 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 eponymous supernatural feel. You know what I mean? Julia Hart feels like um 
was it Lady Demetrescu from the newest um um uh what it, what it, what's it called um not Silent Hill Resident Evil like she has that okay. that vibe of like she's imposing and mysterious but she doesn't have that supernatural vibe I think they could do a lot with Abaddon and I think that it, when her and Julia Hart come back around, it could be even more entertaining. There's just a lot to do. I'm pretty sure Julia Hart's going to retain on this one, but I'm like, you know what? This is the one I'm going to just go two points because you never know. I could get two points on this one. Sure. So yeah, especially yeah. with the ransom and I having pretty heavy points on it. Absolutely. Yeah. A, I'm, I'm here for you. Like this, this is the only one that I'm doing like a, a, a like a even close to like a here, watch this. Like calling, calling a poop. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I still two you. points, two points, you know, nothing a little conservative. And in the women's division, we're going to pick Tony Storm versus Rio uh, in a singles match for the AEW's Women's World Championship. Uh, Ransom, who do you have? Nope. You went last time, didn't you? Uh, I did. Damn it, it's me. Uh, okay, well then I, I, I guess I will pontificate. Uh, I don't know why Riho keeps popping up, other than I think that she <laughs> may have a thing with Kenny Omega. Oh. Um, eh. I like she was the inaugural women's champion, which I guess was all right. And then, like every time she has come back, I've been very underwhelmed. Um, I don't see the value in Riho. I don't see. I think that you know. If if you're gonna go with the Joshi vibe, you have Hikaru Shida, who I know that her and Tony Storm have had a ton of matches. But I mean, like, she's the one that's been here. She's the one trying to learn the culture, trying to learn the language. She is the one that people love. And then you have stupid Riho who comes back and she looks like a fucking ballerina. I and I and, and that's not even getting into the whole like David Goliath feel, which Riho is like a tiny human being. I try not to harp on that because wrestling is 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 about, um, you know, uh, um, getting rid of your disbelief. You know, suspending your disbelief, having the belief that maybe you know uh, uh, David can beat Goliath. But like, let's be real. Like, honestly, like I, I you know, Riho is like seventy pounds soaking wet. I just don't. I don't see the appeal in Riho. Tony Storm's on fire. If they take it off of Tony Storm for stupid Riho, I'm going to be so upset. Tony Storm, 10 points. Poot? Oh, my Damn. God. Ab absolutely. This is where my tenor's going. 100%. I'm right there with you. You said it all. And, I've, uh, and I'm not trying to be, like, bandwagoning here with what you said. I have always looked at Rio and been like, I don't get it. It's the same thing with... Um, uh, what what's the name of the the uh the women's wrestler in WWE, the Pirate Princess? Kyrie Sane. Kyrie Sane. Same don't thing. Don't you dare! Don't Sorry. you dare compare these two because so Kyrie I, is far more talented. I agree. Believable and prettier. I agree. I I agree, but I still looked at her and went, I just don't get it. Like, I get, I understand, but I don't get it. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? That's fair. I under, I understand, Absolutely. but I don't get it. And Rio is is it, it's not even that I understand. I go, I don't get it. I don't understand the no. appeal, um, and None. I don't understand like it. Uh, she's she's like Kirk, the Kirkland version of Kyrie Sane. Um, oh, uh, 
She's like she's like Bailey without talent. She's like Kyrie <sighs> Sane without flair. But like she's, she's um, smile, smile, no. smile, smile. I got a trouncy skirt and I can do flippies. Hoo hoo hoo. Well, <laughs> it, but not even that. Like for me, it's one of those things where I look and I go, okay. Uh, versus timeless Tony Storm, she is not only. I don't mean this. I mean this in the in the doublest of ways. She is hot right now. She is Absolutely. not only hot as in smoke show hot. She is. This character is so fucking good. It is one of the most entertaining things in wrestling right now. It just is. Like it is just entertaining, and she's doing it so well. And I, I I can't say anything else about it. It is ten points. Timeless Tony Storm. Yeah, Ransom. Uh, I'm gonna do nine points on Tony Storm. Um, oh, I apologize. Um, mainly for the uh, for the main reason of what Poot said. She's got the hottest gimmick uh, in the AEW women's division right now like there's it, it makes negative sense not just no sense it makes negative sense to take the title off of tony storm whenever she is you know she, no 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 go tony storm uh, let me just say like we've <clears throat> seen you know celeb couples whatever that have you know attractive people find you know other attractive people but like how did two absolute stunners like Tony Storm and Juice Robinson like find each other? And here's the thing: Juice used to be like a little kind of a doughy guy. Now he's like a fucking like Greek idol, like Jesus man. Like two fucking net tennies, they're net net twenties even. Fucking just found their way to each other. Their kids are gonna be fucking models or wrestlers or both. I don't know, man. Juice uh, Robinson has baby face. That's fair, but but the beard the the beard helps. Oh, the beard helps the, a the lot. The beard helps. Oh, the beard helps. The, a the great beard deal. helps make him. Oh, one hundred percent. The beard turns it from like stupid doughy baby face to like I'm look I'm kind of a badass. I don't know, I don't know. I'm 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 just saying like if I if I swung the other way, I think that that uh, Juice Robinson would uh, would 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 absolutely be rock hard for me. Um, anyway. <laughs> opposite. Opposite. Uh, that's it's it's the opposite. I mean, you know, I, I, you you don't know. I I could be his type. Uh, anyway, uh, okay. I'm moving right along. We're <laughs> don't don't be jealous, Ransom. It's okay. My wife has to deal with me saying that I think that Kyrie Sane is pretty. You can Making hear me say that uh, Juice Robinson's pretty. It's okay. Jealousy. Um, <laughs> so jealous. Hey, jealousy. So anyway, moving moving right along. Uh, we Bobby get uh, this weird not a thing. Uh, this weird no. thing that <laughs> kind of happened. With uh, Ricky Starks and Big Bill and the Callus family taking on the sex gods and Sting and Darby Allen. Uh, so... Can I ask a stupid question? Nope. You can. Uh, I the, and I'm sorry, Beef. I did jump in on you there, and I apologize. But I'm I'm real oh. confused because the last time that I was paying attention, Jericho and Sammy were feuding, and yeah. Jericho turned on Sammy. Or no, Sammy turned on Jericho, and Sammy didn't want anything to do with Jericho. Now they're back to their old shtick as BFFs. Nailed it. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. All right. Because because you know, Sammy Sammy has clearly been taken under the wing of the Big Show, and learned the art of turning face and heel every two weeks, uh, whenever needed. 
Um, okay. Well, okay. So uh. necessity, ne necessity was kind of like the mother of invention here because, you know, uh, with 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 Kenny Omega going down to diverticulitis and, you know, God knows how long that could be. How you know a thing, like. I mean, whenever I, someone I like kinda... when someone like Omega says indefinitely, you kind of go like, "Oh, this is like indefinitely." Right, right, yeah, because because Kenny's worked through a lot, a lot, a lot. So whenever he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna be out a little bit," like you can probably trust that he's gonna be out a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they, I, I, I think that they kind of, like, pulled together the best they could. They're like, hey, let's get Sting. Hey, somebody pulled Darby's corpse off of Everest and tell him he has to wrestle. Um, oh, fuck, who could we put with Jericho? I know, let's let's turn Sammy again. Um, which, I mean, the, the decision to turn on Jericho was okay, but they never really followed up on it. So, I mean, really, they're just kind of retconning something that happened. I get it. I get it. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it, it's kind of a mishmash. Uh, but luckily, Pook gets to pick first, so we'll be able to pick up on his thought train. Um, <laughs> I really don't feel I like, like it. I like the sound. <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel like... I don't feel like... Um, I don't feel like it will behoove um, Lasex gods to lose... Well, no, it's, I mean, it's the Don Callis family. Right? Yeah. I was thinking the oh, same fuck. thing, like, you know, boy, th you know, I, it doesn't make any sense really for Jericho, like, or like, no. Yeah. I, I, I was like, oh, Jericho and Sammy, Sting, Darby, like, yeah, they're, they're going to win. But every time I pick against the Callis family, the Callis family wins every single time. I, I feel like, I feel like this could be great. Um, this is the one that, oh, let me, let me look and see what we got left here. Um, you know, I'm going to take, I'm going to take my five pointer and I'm going to put it on the Don Callis family, Ricky Starks and Big Bill, because yes, Kenny Omega being gone is, um, is one thing. And it kind of put the kibosh on all this stuff and it made it kind of like, slanted and weird however um i feel like if you give the don Callis family a win it is uh it is a win-win for all the parties involved it gives it gives team la sex gods uh something to kind of shoot for um it, sting and darby allen can eat all the losses in the world it's fine um but not only does it does it um not only does it um, uh, make the Don Callis family give them a platform to stand there and go, see, you're nothing without Omega, and they can, like, really ride that and hit. What are you doing over there? <laughs> um, I'm rummaging. It's fine. Don't um, worry about it. What's, uh, he, what's he building down there? I'm, like, doing that, and I just hear this, like, I hear it's, like, I'm just waiting to hear, like, Try to do it quietly. Um, Sorry. Uh, but the, the, the Don Callis family gives them a platform to be absolute more shit-eating heels. It makes Big Bill and Ricky Stocks, Stocks <laughs> look good. Um, it, it really does. 
And it, it, you know, the sex gods get to be the beaten down baby faces chasing back and Stig and Darby Allen can go back into the mist. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my five pointer on Ricky Stark's big bill and the Don Callis family. Pack it to the mist. Ransom. Um, I, I have no, I have no basis to pick on this other than I, I've been burnt one too many times picking against the Callus family. So I'm going to pick the Callus family for two points. Keep me honest there, Beef. Make sure I didn't use my two-pointer already. You have I not. I don't think I did, but, you know, two points on them because I – man – it's it's like the young buck syndrome, or or like uh, you know, lol Roman wins. Like any time in the past, where Roman had a shot of losing, I picked against Roman Reigns, and Roman Reigns wins. Anytime it's like, boy, you know, this is it's in California. It's got to be the young bucks. Like, oh man, it's got to be. Nope. Every time I pick them, they lose, and it burns me. And it's the same thing with the Cows family. I'm like, man. You've got Jericho, Sammy, Stig, and Darby. Like, all of these guys are hot hands. The Callis family can afford to take this loss here. No big deal. They're not gonna. So I'm not... If I'm gonna get burnt on the Callis family, I'm gonna get burnt picking them for low points. I think it's funny you described Chris Jericho as a hot hand. He's like a fucking heavy metal dumpy ant. Uh, <laughs> wow. You know... It's just no, 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 no disrespect to his legacy, but like this whole fucking like Twitter feud with fucking James Cornette's uh, attorney, like it's it's all fucking laughable, man. This I have not thing. kept up with that. If 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 um if old uh, Dumpy Magoo is involved with it and his yelling, you motherfucker, you piece. No, of shit. it 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 was basically about the whole uh, brawl out thing. And you fucking raccoon pelt-headed piece of shit. Nailed it. Uh, it was about Brawl Out, and um, uh, I think Punk Punk's camp uh, has the same attorneys as James P. Uh, so oh. Or James E. Excuse me. So, like, Jericho was like, I can fucking talk about anything I want to. I can tell you all the stories about Brawl Out because I didn't sign shit. And uh, the attorney was like, actually, Chris, you did <laughs> read, read your fucking handbook. Uh, and Chris was like, I never read the handbook. And the, yeah, so it, it, it's been a stupid fucking thing that's just evolved. So you're saying it was Jericho um, no just go, it was Jericho just being like, Ooh, rrr, rrr. yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was Jericho <laughs> trying to stay relevant, you know, trying to keep Punk's name in his mouth and. You know, trying to try, you know, try, try to get eyeballs on AEW. I respect it, right. but man, like, come on, don't like, respect don't, don't go it. Diving. Don't respect it. I I get it. It is it is a, a a tactic in business, but like I I don't I don't think it's a smart tactic because it's the same idea of fucking you know Tony Schiavone and WCW like that'll put butts in seats. Like yeah, you did a great job of getting the entire audience to turn over. Uh, you're basically doing the same thing, but you're, you know, you're, 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 you're riding the coattails of a guy that you had in the house less than six months ago. Anyway, um, I think the faces win here just for the simple fact that 
I don't think Sting is going to have a loss on his record this close to his final match. Um, I think that they probably had to... Because last I knew, Darby was off training to climb Mount Everest. So they probably had to make it a little bit lucrative for him to come back and want to work it. Um, and, you know, it, it I don't know. It, it, it doesn't make sense to change Sammy from back from heel to face unless they do another switch with him again at the pay-per-view and have him turn on Jericho again. Um, which would be silly, but not outside the realm of believability. Yeah, all that said, I think the face is take it. I am only putting five points on it, though, because I couldn't put anything lower on it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not confident in this at all, because this would absolutely go either way. Um, because, like you said, the Kyle's family always seems to, like, do things. Speaking of doing things, the uh, Edge of Christian show is still happening. Uh, in a good way. Uh, Christian Cage defends the TNT title against Adam Copeland in a no-disqualification match. Um, Christian is one of the hottest things. Christian is actually one of the hottest things happening in wrestling now. Um, and uh, he's killing it, man. He's he's doing better with the TNT title than, dare I say, any title he held in WWE. Uh, and, and probably TNA. Uh, and I believe it's, I believe I am right on this one, that this is Ransom's pick, so please, Ransom, enthrall us. Uh, I'm gonna... I, I think it's too soon to pull this title off of Christian and give it to Edgy Poo. I, I just, I don't think it's gonna happen. Hmm. Seven points on Christian. I like, I like Poot's little like disapproving whimper there. So, eh. No, it, no, 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 no. Uh, it was absolutely. It was a. Hmm. It was. That's what it was meant to be. Okay. That's that's okay. absolutely just, what it was meant know. to be. It, no, I, think I, I just gonna hold some titles, but I just don't. It really for me, it doesn't do anything. For me to to, like, all right, he's debuted. All right, they're set up a feud. Okay, Edge wins the title. Well, why? Oh. Well, I so I I am actually picking uh, Adam. Don't call me Edge Copeland here for two points. What? Because I am. What, the, what, what points did I put on it? I forgot. Seven. Did I? Do I have that? I bet you I know you exactly why Beef's doing this. But go on, Beef. Finish your thought. Well, I I I feel like Edge. Nope, <clears throat> Adam Copeland needs the, the rated R superstar needs a win here. Um, they, they haven't given him a, a big win on pay-per-view yet. And I think that this is going to do something to kind of keep the feud rolling and throw some rolling. logs on it. Uh, get us to, you know, phase two, which is inevitably Nick Wayne and kill switch turning on um, Christian. Uh, but for right now, we're still on the, the opening gambit. Switch. So I think that it starts with Edge, nope, Adam Copeland, uh, beating Christian Cage for the title. And I think we uh, we, we go from there. So, yeah, give me Adam Copeland two points. Poots so this is, a, this is a no uh, DQ match? It is. All right, so there's there's no – there can't be any tomfoolery in the win here. Like, if no, Edge there. wins, he's going to win the title. Right. Okay. And I bet you Nick Wayne's mom eats a spear too. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> twice that night too, right? And she's eating something. Uh, okay, okay, everybody, dial it back. Poot, who you got? Here? I am three points on Christian Cage. I Love really. How Nick Wayne's mom is now a freaking AEW knockout. I, <laughs> I, I feel like. Oh God! Just hold, hold that, hold that, hold. Um, I um, hold, hold. I my okay. My working, my working logic here is that like Christian has held that held that belt for quite some time, but I I don't. And yeah, uh, Adam, don't call me Edge Copeland. Um, is like he could use a win and this would be a big one he would get the belt conquering hero but then after that like you kind of like what do you what do you do just have christian cage follow him going yeah give me back my my title more successful guy yeah like yeah you know i i i feel like you need to keep pressing christian cage right now as like do you see do you see what I have done? What I have done to my former friend? Like, break off that that feud for now. They can always come back to it. They can bring it back around again. Let Christian Cage just keep being, you know, fucking daddy issues embodied of AEW. Like, d- do it. Like, the man looks like he smells of rich mahogany and whiskey. Like, let him fucking be that. Let him be that and push him further up. Let him let him move like like have that belt and keep just ruling with an iron fist, especially with the addition of Nick Wayne's mom. Don't turn it into a fucking like, you know, a well, I have the woman and I have the kid and I got my little stable. Yeah, like don't like mm-hmm. keep pressing on it. Keep pushing like do it. I think it'll be fucking fantastic if they did it that way. And honestly, for me, it, oh. it, it does more for me in the feud with uh almost said edge uh adam and christian if the turn of luchasaurus and nick wayne come at a time where you know christian is is belittling them for whatever reason and they finally had enough and they're the ones or one of them is the one that costs christian the title like i just i don't know that the payoff is Edge beats Christian here. Christian continues on with his little feud or with his little stable. And then eventually the two of them turn on Christian. I think the turn comes whenever he loses the title because they've finally had enough of his bullcrappery. And the turn happens at a place that costs him the title. That's my running theory, but don't. I mean, you might still get that on Saturday. But you think so? They're going to turn on him already? Dude. He's been treating Luchasaurus, aka Killswitch, like a real fucking dickhead. Um, they're 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 definitely kind of pushing that a little harder than I think it needs to be. Um, oh. That said, I think what happens is is Edge somehow pulls Adam Copeland somehow pulls out the victory here, and then immediately loses it to whoever wins the battle royal, like on the next Dynamite or whatever. Like Christian and company cost Edge that title. Thus, taking that title out of that program, but keeping that program um, rolling, rolling, so that you, you know, <laughs> you 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 give Edge Adam Copeland that big win, you give him a, a a title win, and yet he can lose to somebody, 
to make them look good and also keep that feud with Kristen kind of on broil. Give them some like stupid fucking dumb gimmicky match at uh, Revolution. And then you start pushing the whole like Christian family, the patriarchy um, against Christian at some point, And that's when Ed, Adam Copeland swoops in for the save. Um, you know, and then, then we get that like double or nothing, whatever. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I, I just, I just feel like it's time for an a, a Adam Copeland win. Oh, good. Uh, so we'll, at the next uh, pay-per-view, we'll get uh, Adam Copeland versus uh, Dolph Ziggler for the TNT title. I'm kind of no. here for that. The WWE uh, stands will be all over AEW for that. Oh, they won't. They've, they have never done like the whole, like the brass ring or, the um face of of the revolution all of that stuff has never like waited for the next pay-per-view is it's it... always been on like a dynamite like either following the event or like very soon after is it true that AEW uh now has an employee handbook as a what an employee handbook yeah that's what that's what the that's what that that's that's what uh, James. That's that's what the lawyer was referencing with Jericho. Oh yeah, yeah. Was the, the handbook that uh, Jericho apparently read and signed in there as an NDA um, about that kind of stuff. Right. So we're going to talk about Sore Strickland and Keith Lee, which I think is going to be an incredible match. I think it should have happened about a year and a half ago. Probably not that long ago, but still, like I, I think that it uh, it's been a long time coming, but I think it's going to be great. And uh, it's yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. Uh, another really hot talent right now is is Score Strickland. Uh, I believe it's mine to lead here, and so I'm gonna give you guys a spoiler. Score Strickland is winning this. Um, I love Keith Lee, I really do, but he has not amounted to much in AEW. Sadly. And uh, Swerve Strickland is the hottest-ish thing on, on on the roster right now. I think it was a mistake not to have him win the Continental Classic. Uh, I think having him not in the title picture is real dumb. Um, you want to talk about about hot hands, man? The fans are here for Swerve. The hands are here. The, the fans are here for Nana. Like uh, you know. I swerve, what I drive, but I swerve, what I drive, but I swerve, what I drive, but I swerve, what I drive. You know, there's more lyrics to that. Just throwing that out there. I do, I do, but it's actually surprisingly less lyrics than you may think. No, no, um, I looked them up, and I was like, oh, and he's he's real proud of doing his uh, his own theme music. But I was like, oh, uh, okay, so this is what you do. You're a SoundCloud rapper. Got it. I swerve when I drive is oh. literally about 90% of the song. Yep. Anyway, uh, I'm picking a Swerve Strickland, nine points. Uh, Pootski? Oh, d- Beef, stop picking the same shit as me. Um, uh, that's where my Niners going as well. Swerve Strickland. Not Nothing against Keith Lee, but like, I, I love Keith Lee. I think he's fantastic, but like, you, you like, to 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 have Swerve Strickland lose this after the fucking monstrous violent match that he had with with Hangman, like I you don't like you don't do that like Stop it. like okay I'm You're stopping. You're not Jr. 
You're not you're 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 not Jr. You don't say the hangman. He's Hangman Adam Page. Yeah, He's Hangman Adam. Yeah, Hangman Adam Page. Adam, um, Adam Hangman. Poot, poot, please. All right, I will. Anyway, after that match with Hangman, you don't. Um, <laughs> all right, but after that with Hangman Adam Page, you you don't Thank have you. Swerve Strickland lose. Think about Mike Bailey. <laughs> Damn it, ransom. Got him. Um, uh, like. Um, I, you just don't have him lose. Like Keith Lee, get Keith Lee back on track somewhere else. Like not not at the cost of Swerve Strickland. Nine points Swerve when I drive. Uh, when I heard the man ransom. Uh, have I used my seven points? You have just against just just as Christian. Shit, damn. Dix. You have. Shit, damn dicks. Five. You have, you have, yeah, you have. Help. You have uh, four, three, and ten. Ooh. Ah. Um. Yeah, we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go four points on uh, Saul Swerve. Saul Swerveman. I'm different. Swerving right. strike strike out. Strike strictly. Stricken do the thing. Striking out. Saul Peter. Uh, that's again something different. Uh Miro uh faces off against Andrade El Idolo with CJ Perry in uh, Andrade's quarter. Um because she is his management talent and you know, Miro is her husband and you know, I don't, I don't, I, it, uh, like I said, every, every, you know, Saturdays are sports ball days, so I haven't been watching Ramp, uh, nope, Collision, like I should be. Um, Ramp Collision. So I'm not quite sure what's, what, what's up with this. Um, but let it, this is, this is, this is my pick, right? No, I, I pick Swerve. Uh, Poot, this is your pick. Wait. What? Wait. Oh, wait. No. Yes. Wait. Yeah. With the three of us. My yeah, pick, we'll isn't it? Uh, Miro, Miro versus Andrade. Um, no. I, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go seven points on. I'm gonna go seven points on Miro. Fuck it. Ransom. Three points on. I have no idea. How about uh, uh yeah. three points on uh uh Lana and uh Mr. Charlotte Flair. Andrade. Uh and they were recently photographed at a triple eight event where uh, Andrade leaned over at the rails to kiss Charlotte, so apparently they are still an item, uh, despite everybody's being like, Oh, they're divorced because we're the internet marks so and we know better. Um, yeah, I Miro. I feel attacked, points. but okay. That was a great Beefy the Frog there. Yeah. Hey, this is Beefy the Frog. Beefy the Legend here. Um, Hi-ho. Miro, six points. Moving along. Uh, MJF defends the title against Samoa Joe. The AEW championship against Samoa Joe. Uh, Poot, your pup. No, I'm kidding. It's, not, it's actually not Poot. <laughs> I was going to say it could be mine because, like, it's fucking no-brainer. 
Okay, I like that. Ransom, who you got? Um, oh, almost this is your 10-pointer. Yeah, baby. Um, I saved my 10-pointer for this. I... I it's, I, I, I have all the confidence on the MJF pick here for this, but there's this, there's this little, there's this little beefy angel on my shoulder going, Hey man, you know about that, Joe? You, you know, you know, hey, about, you know about hey, this devil thing? You know about you know, them, Joe. You know they're going to do, they're going to do something. They're going to do something funky here. You want to do this ransom? 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 You going to go full poot? Yeah, you want do you want to do it? You want to do the thing? Come on, Ransom, do it. Beef is the Senate. Um, <laughs> I I I don't know. Like ninety percent of me is I like yeah, MJF. Ninety percent <laughs> of me is MJF, but like there's there's that little ten percent that's making me hesitant and and like well, what if what if they pull the trigger on this whole devil thing now, and it costs MJF the title. But again, I just, it's, it's that, it's that big, like curtain reveal costing the title thing that, that gets me. Like, I almost feel like they'd be better off saving MJF's title loss for like, okay, it's going to be MJF versus the devil. Like it's finally going to happen. And the unmasking happens in the ring during the match or at the beginning of the match or whatever. And the devil turns out to be Adam Cole. And that's when MJF loses the title. He loses the title to the devil, to Adam Cole. Unless they do something skittish here by incapacitating Samoa Joe before the match, the devil gets slotted in. And it turns out it is Adam Cole. And this winds up being... And Adam Cole versus the Devil match. What do we do? What do we do if that's the case? If if Joe gets taken out before this match, same thing we do every time. Ransom throw the match out. Everybody we gets throw. Points. We throw the match out. Okay. So if it turns out to be anything other than anything other than MJF versus Samoa, Samoa Joe. Joe, we throw it out. Even if it's like yep. now suddenly it's a triple threat match and the Devil's involved. We throw it right. out. Yep. Okay. All right. That gives me a little bit more. We've we've set the meta on that before. No, I, I agree. I'm not arguing. I just I could not for the life of me remember what what happens in that in that instance. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna bank my ten pointer here on MJF. I, I feel like there's a, a part of me that goes a uh, big mistake, but but I'm gonna do it. MJF. Who you got? No, 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 no. It's you. <laughs> I was throwing it out to see if you catch it. And if you wouldn't have caught it, I would have let you go. Um, you are yeah, a fucking villain. You need to stop. You need to stop trying to pull that fucking shit. Because then when you have your belts, I'm going to call you. I'm going to call you a false champion no matter what. Donkey beef. Donkey beef. Give me Joe. 
we actually talked about Doculimps at work uh, yesterday. It came up in casual conversation. Everyone was like, you guys, you guys remember Doculimps? What a weird fucking time. Uh, give me some Moa Joe. Uh, seven points. Wow. Um, yeah, man. Go big. Oh, go I feel like I've made a big mistake now. Uh, no, no. This is a gut feel, much like the Sami Zayn pick I made at Elimination Chamber. So you probably did the right thing. Um, so mired in this whole devil thing, which I do think comes to a head at, um, World's End as well. Really? Oh, damn. Um, because the Masked Men have just beaten Joe and MJF for the Ring of Honor tag team titles. So we got to find out who that tag team is. In addition to that, we got to, uh, you know, Joe, we, we found out that Joe was working with the devil on Dynamite. Uh, and he turned on Max and hit him with a chair a bunch of times. But outside of all of that, let's remember Max's big slogan for the last year. What's it been? Uh, he's better the bidding than war he, he's, of 2020, oh, the bidding, no, the war, bidding of war of 2024 and the idea is that he hasn't signed a, a contract now I think that he has but they've kept it pretty damn quiet they're going to play into this kayfabe that he hasn't signed a contract and that you know the clock strikes at fucking midnight on New Year's Eve and off goes the AW World Championship out the door in that vein, I think we see a screw job of some sorts. Um, you know, fuck it. Maybe Tony Khan's the devil. You know, it was me, Max. It was me all along. I don't know. But I think that we're going to see something that causes Samoa Joe to win the title. Whether it be by hook or by crook, whether it be something that is um, caused by the devil, caused by Tony Khan, something. It's not going to be clean. It's it's going to be pretty fucking far from clean. Um, but I think that Samoa Joe, and 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 it's probably going to come with like a little bit of an asterisk. Uh, might be like a, a Rey Mysterio, John Cena type match where, you know, they they have the belt and then um, fucking CM Punk comes back with the belt, you know. So, like, eh, there's, there, there's definitely going to be some sludge on this one, which makes me sad because it's going to be Samojo's first fucking reign as a, you know, world champion in a major promotion here in the U.S. But all that said, I think it's fucking time. I think that Joe deserves it. I think that Joe has proven that he deserves it. I think that Joe winning in New York with Max's people in some sort of a screw job fashion only makes him a hotter talent. Max, that is, whenever he does come back. Uh, so, yeah, again, I, I don't know if it's going to be like a conglomerate of the devil and Tony Khan, or just one of them. But I think that somehow, some way, the title ends up in Samoa Joe's arms at the end of World's End. 
And like I said, I'm putting seven points on Samoa Joe. Poop. Wow, beef going with Samoa Joey, huh? Wow. Yes, sir. Um, I'm going to talk about this match once Poot's done with this pick. I, uh, uh -huh. You know, I think that the bidding war of 2024 carries more weight. Um, Carries more weight if MJF does have the belt. Because then whoever takes it off him is going to be the AEW conquering hero. If he doesn't resign. Like, I, I, I mean, all, like... So Real, real talk. He's already resigned. That, that, like, that's that's being reported by Meltzer, and that, like, it, it sounds like he resigned. Well, and it's also because he's 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 riding high. He wants to make this better. Like MJF. Like that's the thing. It's like the crazy thing about MJF that I I really like is the fact that he is actually a very dope human being. You know what I mean? Like by all accounts, like people who have talked about him outside of interviews and stuff. Like, not only does he believe in the company, he is like an all-around genuinely good dude. You know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. So, like, I like the fact that he is betting on AEW and he's betting on himself and he has built a fucking hell of a career already. And when he does inevitably decide to go to WWE, which I think is something that is an inevitability um, yep. eventually, I mean, it's just a matter of time. Um I, I think I really think that I, I think that right now I think keeping the belt on him and playing up the bidding war of 2024 thing would have a little bit more weight. So I'm going to put my eight pointer on MJF, man. I'm going to, I'm going to stand by, uh, I'm going to stand by, uh, stand by MJF on this. And if I'm wrong, it's going to be very compelling and very interesting. Yeah. So there's your, uh, there's your world's end picks. Uh, we'll see how everything kind of stacks out. But yeah, let's let's talk about that main event because I think it does bear a little bit of uh, a little bit of talk. Uh, Ransom sounded like you had a point you wanted to you, make or a thought you wanted to kind of tug on. So please, I will put my speakers on, but I have to uh, use the little poots room. So oh, I will put my speakers on so I can hear you guys. Okay. You got it. All right. Take a sip of beverage here. So this this match comes at an interesting time at least in my thought process because and I I don't know if this helps or hurts my pick. Um there's and and again, and I don't know how Tony Khan thinks about this kind of stuff. So that that's another th another thing that like raises questions for me. You know, there's a big conflict going on in the world right now. Um, you know, with with a certain demographic. Um, that being, you know, one side being MJF's demographic. I, I don't know if that plays into anything. I know like world issues and politics I mean, well, not really politics because it's not really a politic thing like world issues have played into at certain times wwe storylines unless i'm remembering that incorrectly um so i don't know how tony khan handles that kind of stuff 
MJM, MJM, that's something different. Um, MGM, MJF was also just recently inducted into the Jewish Sports Hall of Fame, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? You are correct. So I don't know if they kind of play off of that. Like, is it really a good time at this juncture to take the belt off of him? Or is it better to kind of ride that that arena, ride that issue? Like he was just inducted into the Jewish Sports Hall of Fame. This is our guy. Like this is our champion, you know. But then again, like I on the other hand, like that that helps my my pick. But on the other hand, it I don't know if it hurts it because if if Tony Khan doesn't really see that as a compelling story issue like if he's just like hey that's awesome you know good for mjf you know i'm glad he got that honor but that's completely separate from where our storyline goes so we don't have to play into that it's a completely separate completely separate thing you know you kind of know what i'm saying here like i'm not articulating it very well it's just like it, it gives me pause because on one hand it could be like well we want to ride this high and keep the belt on MJF because of all the f- stuff that's, you know, going on in the world and, you know, his, his major accomplishment there, or does that not play into a factor at all? It doesn't matter. Completely separate. This is AEW. We're in AEW, whatever's happening in the rest of the world and, you know, other sports hall of fames, that's great on one hand, bad on another that it's, you know, that those things are happening, but we're in the AEW bubble. And none of that stuff affects what we do here in AEW. Help me out here with that beef. I think that this is probably pretty strategically planned out. Uh, I don't. I don't think that there's any accident on the biggest shows of the year. How things have happened. For example. MJF and Adam Cole, you know, MJF doing the fucking kangaroo kick at fucking Wembley. And MJF and Adam Cole having that fucking knockdown drag out at Wembley. Like, no accident. Now this whole fucking devil thing coming to an end. Again, I think. Here and now. I This is all meticulously planned. I think that the Adam Cole injury probably slowed it down a little bit. I, so, I you know, I think the interesting thing with Dynamite has been the whole MJF versus the world mentality. And that MJF's only breather was the fact that Samoa Joe was there to protect him because he didn't want Max hurt. Uh, for the title match. Right? He didn't want him bad enough that he couldn't defend the title. So now, uh, with Joe turning on MJF, I think that that leaves him completely unprotected, completely out of options. I So, so to answer your question... I think that this is that, that regardless of this happening for Max, which I think is 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 a great thing, 
I think that Tony Khan probably had these plans in the weeds for a while. Um, so that said, I don't think that that would have influenced this. Um, all that being said, I think that the whole devil thing wrapping up, coinciding with this, just kind of a happy accident. Uh, I think that the real story here is we're going to see uh, a shoot, or excuse me, a work of the Montreal Screwjob. Because oh. again, the the idea is that you know on 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 December thirty first at twelve fifty nine, you know Maxwell Jacob Friedman he it's 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 the free agency, and they're gonna play into that, and I think that you know. And, and it could be wrong. Maybe the whole devil thing doesn't wrap up because I think that this, that this might be a bigger, you know, deal. But regardless, I think that we get some sort of a, you know, Tony Khan, MJF, you know, Vince McMahon, Steve Austin kind of thing here. It doesn't have to be exact, obviously, you know, because again, wrestling fans are smart. They, 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 they know when they're being fucking, you know, fed the same shit over again. Yeah, they but know when the they're seeing a rerun. Thing, right. But at the same time, I think that that's a proven angle that works. You know, the 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 boss, the, the big fucking evil boss who's trying to stop somebody from achieving their goal. And 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 I think that now is kind of the time to pull that. And then you have Tony Khan Maybe even in concert with the devil, like working hand in hand. Maybe Tony Khan's the devil. Maybe the devil's Adam Cole. I don't know. But bottom line here is that I think that you lead up to Wembley 2024, all in 2024. And you have MJF finally getting his title back at that point, uh, which will be a hot face in a hot environment like just all together I think it's going to be a good I think it's a good time to do that and I, and I think that you need the heat from him losing the title here in a very you know auspicious way and uh, that helps catapult him into the next you know the fucking stratosphere you know I like that mentality by the way I'm back I like that mentality um, of saying I didn't I didn't think about that having it be when he like getting the the triumphant reclaiming of the belt at Wembley. That's a really cool idea. So I guess another thought of mine as I as I was thinking about this match. Also, we... Beef, I'm sorry, I hope I didn't break your concentration or whatever. No, not at all. Not at all. I was I was I was winding down, so you're good. Um, we, we've been kind of tunnel visioned on this whole devil thing. Like, you know, we're kind of anticipating the devil being Tony Khan or the devil being MJ or, uh, Adam Cole screwing MJF out of this title. Is there a distinct possibility that we're playing into their hand 
assuming these things when you know what 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 did mjf always say about the devil um the 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 best trick that the devil that the devil ever pulled was convincing everyone he didn't exist right so i i keep i keep coming back to that quote i, I was i didn't know exactly what it was like i knew the gist of it but yeah so we're convinced that mgf is the good guy we're convinced that you know it's adam cole or tony khan or somebody the devil's gonna screw mjf is it a possibility that we've been worked this whole time and this whole devil angle is orchestrated by mjf and it turns out that you know he's behind it and he's the heel He's the bad guy. He's the devil. He convinced us that he never really existed. He convinced us that he's the face, that he's the good guy, that we need to be cheering for him and rooting for him because it's the world against MJF. When all along, he's been pulling these strings and he has fooled everybody. What if? Into believing that he's the face and the good guy and he's made us root for him and he's made us cheer for him. When all along, he's always been the devil. And he's always been behind it. What if, what if MJF, what if MJF has an exact twin brother and they pull a double doink? How funny would that be? <laughs> Nothing? I hope Beef? that that silence was so uncomfortable for you, Poot. It I wasn't. Really I was just like, because <laughs> in my mind, I went, ah, ah, like, it's obviously like, I'm not obvi cartoon character. Obviously, I'm not fucking serious. But like, no, you know, I because my best friend, one of my best friends will not be the dumbest motherfucker in the world. So, <laughs> yeah. well, then, well, fine. Um, uh, I, I don't like. Hold on. My here's yes. I'm trying to I'm trying to think how to put this. I, I like how else would they do that? If they did that, it would feel I don't know. MJF is real fucking good. He's real fucking good at like taking chicken shit and turning it into chicken salad. He's real fucking good at it. But like absolutely. But like I mean, like. Eh, can I go with eh? So, like, is eh? I is feel eh that. The, the the like good answer for that because I feel like he would it would feel very topical. It would feel very meh. It wouldn't feel exciting. Like MJF being the devil. I you know I I think I eh. I think there was a time where that wasn't where where, where where that was true, but I think it's been a long enough circuit here that I've kind of circled back around to being okay with that idea. I think initially I think, yeah, I was like, man, that'd be that'd be awful played out if that were the case. But now, yeah, I mean I, I think I think it's kinda of dragged on enough to the point where I'm like, Okay, well, uh, you know, if if, if MJF has fucking worked this all you know, like let's let's go. Like that absolutely could turn him from a nuclear face to a nuclear heel. Uh, also, apparently on the, uh, the 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 conference a conference call today, Tony Khan that he said that he thinks quote unquote 
that the uh, devil storyline will be wrapped at uh, at the uh, world's end. So I think that we are going to be seeing um, that. Uh, and I mean, look at the name of the look, look at the adjective. You know, bless you. L look at the name of the event. The the world's end, the end of the world championship reign of Maxwell Jacob Friedman. I you know again. That's I don't that's know. stretching there, cowboy. That's stretching. Is it though? Yeah, yeah, but like, see, every if, time that well, I pose that like beef, you're overthinking it. Your answer is always, "But am I?" And it's like maybe a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but okay. But like, if we do end up getting some sort of a reveal that Tony Khan is the mad genius behind, you know, the the the, the fall of MJF to save his title from certain doom and free agency. Like, wouldn't that be apropos? You know, he could even come out and be like fucking, you know, swagger and be like, hey, what do you think I called it World's End? You know, so like, I. My, my hesitancy there is that when the Montreal screw job happened, it was organic that Vince McMahon parried into the character of Mr. McMahon. It was right. organic. He felt like he felt like that tyrannical boss and he could play that character very well. Cause again, I think the Mr. McMahon character is just Vince McMahon dialed up it just a little bit. Like, I think he's, I think they're pretty fucking close those two. So I think all he had to do was dial himself up a little bit. I don't necessarily know that Tony Khan would make a believable villain. Like he's so not, that like when i think of villain i i don't picture his fucking fro and goofy ass face uh you know and his fucking cocaine like i just don't picture any of that he's just too mousy and i know like someone could say like well you never would have thought and like it, it works well for him because you never would have pictured him as it like well yeah but even if it happened i still don't know that i'd picture him as that villain character. And I don't know that he could do it convincingly to make everybody go like, Oh, he's the, you know, he's the evil corporate boss. Like he screwed MJF, you know? Oh, I don't know. Looking at Tony Khan in that role. I just go like, Ooh, it, it would be more like, Oh, Tony doesn't have the charisma for that. I, no, I don't think he does. Yeah, I don't he think doesn't... he does. I mean, it's a, it's a fine theory to think like, well, this could play out and Tony Khan could be the devil and he could be screwing MJF so that he doesn't take the title somewhere else. It's a very good theory, but I just don't know that in practice it will work. That's fair. I, you know, I mean, can I, you I'm... see him though as like the, the big boss villain? No, um... unless he surrounds himself with, big mean fuckers and he acts real like slimy and shitty no and i don't even right. like i don't know That's that he has the, the chops for it i don't know that he has the chops to come out and cut big heel boss promos no you know who does but, but does don fucking callus don fucking callus right. does that's what i'm saying does he need to just like Poot said surrounding himself with i don't know goons like the devil squad like, imagine fucking, you know, Roddy Strong, fucking Matt Taven, and um, Mike uh, Canales in, like, suits. 
you know, just standing around Tony Khan. But they would have to and spend some time. They'd have to spend some time building them up, like have them go out there and like brutalize people, like absolutely brutalize people. Imagine, imagine Adam Cole on the mic, though. Like that's that's the other facet of this. Like, yes, absolutely. I, you know, I think that Tony Khan can pull off slimy, like businessman. Like, hey, I was doing what was best for my company. And, you know, Adam came to me with this idea and we ran with it. And, uh, you know, I, you know, I think, I think, I think if you have him kind of parry that and you have, and then again, like, I don't know that we need a, a heaping helping of Tony Khan. I don't know that he needs to be there like Mr. McMahon every <clears throat> single episode. I don't even need to see, you know, if we need to see him like every pay-per-view cycle. I think only when it's important, absolutely. And and again, like if you keep those scattered and you have, you know, the fucking Doom Patrol doing most of the work with like Adam Cole and, you know, whether it be fucking Taven and, and, and Canellis or whether it be the boys from the Undisputed Era, you know, if you if if you have those guys kind of running shop for a while. While 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 Tony plays the role of like billionaire CEO, like just take the money and run, I, you know, I I think I think that I, yeah I mean so I hear what you're saying absolutely and, and that is 100% a concern, but uh and I I just I you know, I feel like that's why they started this whole bidding war of 2024 thing. Otherwise, I don't know why MGF would have done it. Obviously, to get heat, but like he kept mentioning it as a face, right? He didn't let it go. He kept it on his tongue. So, like, you know, when he became face, I don't know why they wouldn't have just fucking dropped it like it was cold fish. So that's what I'm saying. I like I I I think there's a purpose for all of this. And I think that everything kind of like come, is going to come together somewhat seamlessly. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, you you have to have in in order to have the returning conquering hero pop, you have to have him a go away and b lose the title. You know, he can't come back and conquer things if there's nothing to conquer. He can't come back if he never leaves. So I think that they will absolutely give him a couple months off here. Let Joe defend the title. You know, let fucking Adam Cole and, 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 and such run roughshod over the place. And make them kind of the focus. And then, uh, you know, right around, I don't know, uh, double or nothing, per se, you get the title onto Adam Cole. And then that's whenever you have MJF come back and just fucking run roughshod. You know, I don't, I don't know if it's MJF with, uh, with FTR in tow or who, or who has his back. But I think you have MJF come back and just, just clean house. And... You know, uh, Tony Khan or whoever makes him jump through fucking hoops to get to Wembley. 
But when he fucking finally gets to Wembley, when he finally gets that shot at Adam Cole and gets his title back, that was rightfully his, that he should not have lost in the first place, it's going to be fucking huge. And again, I, I might be overbooking it in my mind, but like, to me, I think if you have that happen, you hold him off TV till about April, May, and then just have him have like a summer of like tough, tough, uh, a tough gauntlets. And finally have him, you know, win the title back against the man who, like, turned his back on him and put the blade in his heart at Wembley. I think it makes it all the better. I think it would also be very, you know, it would kind of, like, do a callback to what he put Jericho through. Like, if, if he had to go through a gauntlet. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like now he's on the other side of it and he's just like, oh, shit. Like and, it, and again, like those things that, that that Tony Khan has to be involved in that, like that could be a a fucking Adam Cole thing. Like, hey, you want to get to me? Well, guess what? You're gonna have to go through your own shit. Good luck, fucker. Is is it is it beyond the realm of possibility that Adam Cole is the returning hero? That MJF is the is the heel he winds up being the devil and Adam Cole comes back and is, you know, flabbergasted at what's happened. You know, we were friends, you know, this was, you know, we were supposed to do this together and you were my you know, brother you, and I can. Yeah. Like you betrayed everybody. You betrayed me. You betrayed AEW. You betrayed all of us. You know, this was never the plan. And it winds up being Cole versus MJF for the title where Cole is the returning hero and takes the title off of the heel MJF. Do you think that's not really like a possibility of something that could happen? I mean, it's something that could definitely happen. I don't think it's likely because, you know, you look at Adam Cole and you look at MJF. Oh, pardon. Lord. Okay. Like Adam Cole is like this, you know, classic, you know, 69 Corvette. Nice. You know, and, right? And, um, like, it's really nice. But you know that unless you put some serious money into it, it's only got so many drives left. So you bring it out when, it, when it's special and you make it feel special. Whereas MJF... Is a fucking brand new 2024, you know, uh, Ford Mustang. All the fucking trimmings. Like, yeah, you have both these bad boys in your garage. It might feel better to take the, the you know, the, like, yeah, you're going to want to flex that Corvette and be like, look what I have. But at the end of the day, that Mustang is more comfortable it's going to get you farther and be more reliable. And it looks better. My point here being is that Adam Cole has had a great career. MJF is just getting started. So I think especially, especially because of how MJF has really kind of been mired in being a heel at this point. I don't say mired like it's a bad thing. He's played the, the role of the heel to perfection at this point. I think that you need to go above and beyond if you want to try and make him a face and, you know, fucking posterize him. Make him your John Cena. 
make him the guy that people go, oh, I know that guy. He wrestles for AEW. And if they're going to commit to that being MJF, I think that they have to. And again, I, I think that the strides that they've made with face MJF this year have been perfect. I just think that they need to go the extra mile and make him a, a conquering, returning conquering hero. All right. Hey, 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 hey. And and to something you mentioned earlier, um, in terms of like, yes, he is absolutely going to go to WWE at some point. You know, again, super fucking young, right? Like a three-year, four-year contract with AEW is not going to hurt his standing with WWE. If anything, it's going to get him more polished. Oh yeah. And and look at who's at the end of their careers right now. Randy Orton, CM Punk, Roman Reigns said he doesn't want to be around for, you know, much longer. Rollins. You know, uh, Rollins, right. He's he's at the peak. He's going to start approaching, you know, towards the end of that peak here. Especially uh, with AJ his, Styles. With his back the way it is, you know. Right. AJ Styles. Like, all of these people who are absolute main event fixtures in the next three to four years, poof. Gone. So at that point, MJF goes from being a high, you know, mid-card guy. If he puts in another three or four years of being a main event at AEW and a champion, he could easily make the switch to WWE at that point and be an immediate main eventer. 100%. Just walk in. Just walk in and, 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 and grab that brass ring. Yeah. I agree. I agree 100%. I, I mean, and, and, and I know like we, we, we have been from, I would argue to say from day one, we've been MJF fans, like pretty much mm -hmm. all of us. Oh yeah. I mean like, cause even seeing him on the original, um, on the original, uh, all in, like if you go back and watch that, by the way, it's fucking shocking. Like, if anyone has access to that to go back and watch the very first one, it is fucking shocking. Like, compared to where we're at now, not saying not saying that the that All In wasn't a good show. It was just, it felt like what they were going for. It felt like a super indie show. Like, in the sense of, like, it felt like the biggest indie show in the world. It had that vibe. Absolutely did. Now, if you look at where AEW's at, oh my god. It's night and day. It's way more polished. The the wrestling is a lot a lot better, like arguably. Yeah, that's up for debate. But like it's much more obviously cohesive. There's less tongue in cheek kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like it it's it's definitely grown into someone who goes, My name's not Billy, it's William. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, um, and I think that's really cool to see. But seeing especially MJF, he felt like you looked at him and you went, okay, this guy seems like a big deal. And now you're like, I was fucking right. You know what I mean? You just kind of have that, oh, yup, yeah. I was fucking right. Like, that's mm -hmm. a neat feeling to have. Uh, so a question here before we keep going. Uh, are we going to just do one big super show? I, I say at this I point, we're coming point. up on 10, yeah. yeah. Okay. 
All right, so can I can I pivot away from AEW for a second? Pivot? Or Absolutely. For a while, I don't know. Yeah, Are we sure. Talk about AEW. Yeah, I think I think we're good. I yeah, we're, we're good. Good. yeah, we've hammered okay. away on it. So. All right, so uh, this past week, WWE had a Madison Square Garden event where CM Punk wrestled his first match back with WWE, and I have to tell you. I, I, I'm ready to eat all the crow. I have made a complete 180 on Dominic Mysterio. Good. CM Punk <laughs> had a match against Dominic Mysterio. I, for the longest time, didn't get it. I didn't get it. I thought he was a fetus faced, you know, just because he's Rey Mysterio's kid. But I, I've made a complete 180 on Dominic Mysterio, and it's clear that WWE has a huge amount of faith and belief in Dominic Mysterio. He he has become the workhorse of of WWE. You know, he might not be champion, but damn it all, if he's not the workhorse of WWE, for them to trust. Dominic Mysterio with CM Punk's first match back in what was it 10 years? Yep. That's a lot of fucking faith. Yep. Like that's a lot. They see something in Dominic Mysterio. And I don't want to you know, I don't want to take away from the fact that, you know, uh, CM Punk had his first match back and it was one of the biggest draws they've ever had, you know, and they sold out Madison Square Garden. Like, I don't want to take anything away from that because that's all a big deal and we need to talk about that. But I have to say, I've made a complete 180 on Dominic Mysterio. Like, he's, I believe in him now as a legit wrestler, as a legit, you know, money draw, as somebody who can get in the ring with pretty much anybody at this point. And whether it's a toe-to-toe match, whether it's a squash match, whatever it is, Dominic Mysterio can make it believable. And, uh, and and I'm I don't think that I've ever been happier than to eat all the crow in the world and say I was 110% wrong on my you know disdain and dislike for Dominic Mysterio because I've come around that dude I think he gets it. I think he's learned a lot from a lot of people and I think they've positioned him very well to be you know, the guy that people go to and say like, okay, we've, we've got this person. We want to put him in a match. We want to make him look good. Who are we going to put him in the ring with Dominic Mysterio? And the match looks good. The crowd eats it up. Like good for this kid. Good, good for Dominic Mysterio. And I'm, I'm pleased to have been absolutely wrong on my assessment of him. I, and and I'm glad that you're not not only that you're willing to admit that I hope that there are more people out there that do that because I'll tell you what man like you 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 saw it even when he was kind of green you know what I mean you saw it in in his ability you saw it in that like as he matures he's gonna be a lot like his dad Eddie I mean like he really is gonna be great um, um joking joking aside. It, it, it really is something to to behold, to see them go, all right, Punk's going to work his first match back in WWE, knowing that, and this is not meant to be a, a dig at Punk, it's just because of the, it's because of the age, 
you know, he's a little more injury prone. He might not be able to kind of go like he used to not saying he can't go, but being able to go like, okay, who's going to make him look like a million bucks and WWE with their wide breadth of fucking talent went you. How mm-hmm. fucking dope is that? That's pretty fucking dope, right? That's going to be a huge pat on the back for, for Dominic Mysterio. Yeah. Oh yeah. And safe and, and safe. Like, again, they're not blind. They know, they, they, they know what Phil's track record has been the last, you know, two years. Like, he's had, like, four matches, five matches. He's gotten injured for long stints of time in two of them. So, like, absolutely. It, it is a big, you know, attaboy for Dom. Not only from a character standpoint, but from, like, a trust standpoint. Where they can go, all right, go in there, make him look good, be safe. Like that's a huge fucking deal. Yeah. Huge. Uh, but yeah, like let's 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 not bear the lead here. Like absolutely, Dom is killing it, character-wise. Uh, and yes, you know there 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 is something to be said with uh, Rhea Ripley being kind of part and parcel with that. Like, would he be as successful without Rhea? Probably not. But like, you know, the things are what they are, and 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 the facts are what they are. And being everything that is, you know, it, it is the way it is right now. He is absolutely one of their biggest shining stars, and he's young. That's the other half of this. Yep, is that he has years to burn. Hmm. And I mean, he's been, I, uh, I mean, you can imagine his dad's been training him, like Ray's been training him since what? He was like probably 12. Probably. Yeah. I mean, aside from just the fact of growing up in the household, it's also the fact that historically in uh, Mexico and in that, in Lucha culture, people start really young. So if he showed interest Mm -hmm. in wanting to do it, Ray was going to be right on top of it and be like, yep, let's, let's LFG. Let's fucking go. Which he clearly did with uh, being involved in the storyline with Ray and Eddie, you know, like, Oh yeah. And then, and then, and then, and then later Ray and punk, you know, like that, you know, it's a nice, nice little, uh, you know, uh, kind of a bow on it for sure. I, um, thought this was a rub or a rib at first. um, where, 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 you, where you were saying all these big fucking like inflammatory things that I was like, oh, but I'm not talking about CM Punk, haha. No. Um, but I mean, like, I I, I, I think it's time. Bless you. Thank you. I think, I don't even know if we've done a show since Survivor Series. I think we probably have. But, uh, yes, we have. Uh, I but, but I think it's time to give Punk his flowers. Like, uh, you know, I... I, I I know that there were some dissenters on the podcast, and yes, like a- objectively, objectively, uh, his run with AEW was 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 kind of a train wreck, start to finish. But I think you can't deny, you know, what he's done for WWE in the last well, month. Even just the even just his presence, like you can't, yeah, you, you kind of can't deny the gravitas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he's moving piles of merch. Oh yeah, he he is getting all kinds of eyes back on the product. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and uh, I mean they're they're doing big fucking numbers for house shows. And I get that MJ that um, uh, Madison Square Garden is 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 not just a house show; that it's a little bit of a special circumstance. It's what an eight thousand like, seat venue. It's not that big. I, mean, I, think it's, I think it's probably close to like ten to twelve. Not well, but like even e- <laughs> all, all that being said, um, you know it, it, it's it's you know. And like you look, you 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 look at all the fucking news outlets reporting on him, and like you know talking about his first return, his return at a fucking house show. Like it, yeah, I mean it's. I'm I'm not gonna stand here. On my pulpit, much longer without you guys saying you were right, beef. Um, but no, like I I, I don't I don't I don't want to beat like a dead horse. But yeah, I mean he's absolutely a fucking needle mover. And like, if we can get a healthy Phil Brooks and a good-natured Phil Brooks, and I think that those are two very important keys. Uh, but but if we can get that Phil Brooks, I think that the sky is literally the limit for the next three to four years of of the excitement that we can get. I I, yeah, I that's go that, ahead, Ransom. Sorry, go ahead. I, I, you know, I, I absolutely agree with beef. Um, at this point, like I, I really, I'm, I'm expecting less, like as time goes on, I'm expecting there to be less of a chance of an implosion. Um, I think it's, I think it's along the same lines as Cody Rhodes, not, not the same, story not the same trajectory but i think it's along the same lines like i think punk's last run in wwe yeah he was still a needle mover yeah he still moved a lot of merch but for whatever reason i just don't know that wwe looked at him and saw all of the positives all of the potential you know he sure he had the summer of punk you know, he had the Sermon on the Mount. He he had a lot of things. But, you know, in agreeance with CM Punk, there was a lot of, all right, he faces The Undertaker, The Undertaker wins, and he goes away. He faces Triple H, Triple H wins, he goes away. He faces Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar wins, he goes away. Now what for Punk? Like, I, I understand that as a legitimate gripe. I think with Punk's... AEW run not necessarily all the bad but I think strictly the fact that WWE can now see from the outside looking in look at look at how much he moves the needle look at how much he gets people talking look at the impact his return like his first return his from his hiatus look how big of a deal that was like I kind of think they see him as a bigger deal now kind of like with Cody Rhodes Cody left went out on his own established himself as a big deal and WWE went damn this guy is a big deal we need him back I I, I think WWE knew that CM Punk was a big deal but being able to have that perspective of this dude's doing something somewhere else and he's getting this amount of eyes he's getting this amount of people talking he's getting this big of a reaction I think they're able to see that and maybe now 
we'll get that sort of Brock Lesnar treatment for CM Punk. And honestly, I think at, at his age, you know, and again, like it's no dig at him, man. Like it happens to everybody. You get older, shit starts to break down. You don't yep. go as fast as you used to. You're not as durable as you used to be. It's just what age is, man. So it's not a dig at CM Punk. It's just the fact that, yeah, man, he is older. So as you get older, you get slower, things break down, you're not as durable. So if they kind of give him the Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns treatment, where it's not match after match after match after match, he's not on the road every single freaking week. You know, his body's not breaking down. He's not working hurt, which is, I think, another big gripe of his was he was constantly working hurt. I think if you give him that sort of legends status, that legends contract, where he works the big shows, you sprinkle in some, you know, little shows here and there, but he's not on the weeklies, he's not wrestling every Raw, you know, he's not wrestling at every premium live event. I think that keeps him healthy. And in turn, that keeps him happier because he's not working hurt. And if you treat him like a spectacle, like you do with Brock Lesnar, he's not going to be in that position to go, oh, okay, this guy beats me and goes away. Now what for me? It's going to be on the other side of things. CM Punk's going to beat somebody, and then CM Punk's going to get that time off. He's going to get that break. He's going to go away while you know the young talent is still there week after week after week. And, and I think all of that together will equal out to a great success for this last run in WWE for CM Punk. Because when you treat them special, when you treat them like you treat Brock Lesnar, you keep them fresh in the eyes of the... Well, I don't know that CM Punk really gets stale in the eyes of the crowd at this point. You, you keep him feeling fresh mentally and physically because he's not on such a rigorous schedule. That keeps him happier because he's not working hurt. He's not losing to people that leave, and then he's stuck there going, well, now what do I do? I, I think there's a, I think the potential for this to be a success is a lot higher now than it was during his last run in WWE. I'd buy that for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Dollars to donuts. I, man, it, I really like, I really like the fact that like coming down off of that, because like the more that punk does in WWE and the more that he keeps, you know, and I, I, we, I feel like at this point, we kind of have to include this statement in there. The more that punk goes along in WWE and the, and the, the, the arguably easy schedule that he'll have along with the fact that like, if he can just keep his, I don't want to, I, I feel like saying the term at this point, keep his fucking mouth shut is not appropriate. I feel like saying if he can, uh, keep his, uh, humors in a line, if you will. Um, if you can, if he can do that, then I think, the industry, not just WWE or punk or whoever. I think the industry is going to benefit as a whole. Truly. I do. Um, and I think we're going to get a lot of really interesting programming. I like it, it. It's, it's nice to be able to like get 
as he does good work, we're getting further and further distanced from the ugliness that was his uh, run in AEW. And I'm not trying to throw shade at AEW. I'm not trying to make a declarative statement or anything. I'm just saying that, like, it's nice to see that, you know, maybe there's merit there. If anyone who was just solely blaming Punk, which, you know, knee jerk. I did. A lot of people did. But to sure. see him get away from from a lot of uh, that negativity and just do good work, whether it's because of a um, because of a like, quote unquote, like behavioral clause or whatever, as long as it benefits punk, it benefits WWE and it benefits the industry. Great. Great. I will say absolutely without without any kind of um, reservation. Fantastic. Um, yeah. So I'm, let me pivot. I, yeah. Because I think I think that I think that we're kind of dancing around it here. Like we are officially in Rumble season, boys. Yeah, uh, the season dude. Of perpetual hope, where you know anything can and sometimes does happen. How so? So let me let me let me let me throw out a scenario to you that I think is very likely going to happen, um, and you let me know. You know, uh, take the temperature on it. CM Punk wins the Royal Rumble. Uh, Mouth or beats, butt thermometer uh, on this one. I mean, whatever you're more comfortable with. I call butt. He damn you. So whenever All right, he, mouth. he 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 finishes the Rumble out by. Um, throwing Cody out last. Uh, oh. I, don't, I don't know what, what the order is or whatever, but I, but I think that Punk wins the Rumble, throws Cody out last. Cool. Uh, goes on to main event night one of WrestleMania and beats Seth Rollins for a big gold. Is that a scenario so far that you're good with? Like good with as in like believe it's going to happen or good with like, yeah, I'm happy that are that you, happened. Are you... Are you okay with that? I guess. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it because like, I don't know. I don't think, uh, you know what, beef, you go on your thing. I have to, I have to think for a minute. So here's, here's my point with this because, you know, we, we all heard CM Punk talk, uh, two years ago, three years ago, whatever it's been whenever he returned to AEW and he said, I'm here because I want to help the young guys. I'm here because I love the sport and because I want to help this company succeed. One would assume that the same kind of driving force is in him now. If maybe, you know, if, if it's, you know, that was an honest to God, you know, thing. And I, I, you know, I, I see a lot of people that would take umbrage with Punk potentially stealing a spot from a youngster. You know, and I, you know, to be clear, I don't think it would have been anybody, you know, necessarily young or special. I think the best case scenario, if Punk didn't win or doesn't win at the Royal Rumble, we would get maybe best case scenario Gunther, which would be great. But I think kind of forced at this point. Right. 
Um, otherwise, it would be like fucking like Drew McIntyre or some shit or fucking Logan Paul or some shit. What? So, which again would be cool, but not just yet. Um, it's a, it's a, I, well, this is fine. Can yeah, I to, to, rewind my to, statement? Yeah. So the more I think about it, I, I do have some concerns okay. with that scenario. M- mainly being, I don't necessarily believe that Roman Reigns is going to lose his title at this year's Mania. I, I think they're I think they're set on the Hogan record at this point. Agreed. Agreed. So with that being said, I don't necessarily believe that Roman Reigns title defenses are going to be more often than not. I think they're still going to be as spread as they are now. Mm-hmm. So my concern would be if Punk wins big gold, which is at this point the workhorse title with Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins has defended that title a crap ton, and he's done a great job doing it. I don't know what is a better scenario. Having Punk... Let me me pause you for a minute because... That's why I stopped. I, I pressed pause on WrestleMania. Okay. I, I I have I I have kind of a further thought here. I just want to make sure that we're all kind of like on board to now. And I you know reservations noted. I get it. Having two part time champions is not good for business. Mm-hmm. But I think so. So far. And again, this is just me spitballing. I think what this does is this puts together a Hall of Fame career. This puts a bow on the Hall of Fame career of CM Punk. Sure. The return, the Rumble win, the WrestleMania main event. Yes, it's night one. Who fucking cares? It's still a WrestleMania main event. I don't care who you ask. Has has Punk ever won a Rumble? He has not. Okay. Nor has he ever main evented WrestleMania. He's... Defended a world title or the uh, the WWE title actually at WrestleMania. He's had a match with the Undertaker at WrestleMania, but he's never had a main event. Okay. So I think that that does those two things. It it gives him those two things, which I think does push him over for a, a Hall of Fame bid. So let me take it the next step then. All right. Because I have that similar thought, you know. Okay. Like, Punk, you said you're here for the young guys. Punk, you said you want to get the next generation over. Like, what are we doing showing up, you know, winning the Rumble, you know, fucking taking the, the, the title? Your your name may as well be fucking Dwayne. Oh, uh, because that's the same shit. That's okay. the same shit. I, ironically, that's the same shit that Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. The Rock, pulled on CM Punk fucking a decade ago. He showed yeah. up out of the blue. Took Punk's title from him in, in, in what could have been Punk's biggest moment at WrestleMania against John Cena, and made it about an old guy taking the title from a vet from from a uh, a young guy that was finally getting over. However, let me take you to the night after WrestleMania. You know, Punk's out there getting a chance and whatever. You know, everybody's happy. It's a good time, right? 
what if fucking Damian Priest catches in? Yeah. And, you know, maybe. Maybe it's not Damian Priest. Maybe it's Finn Balor. Maybe it's fucking, you know, Dom Mysterio. Maybe somebody, you know, uh, gets that title away from, or get, gets the briefcase away from Damian. Regardless, whether it be Priest, Finn, Mysterio, whoever. Remember the Judgment Day cashes in on CM Punk the night after WrestleMania and just makes him look like a dog and takes the title from him. I think so. Then sets up I think longer, you still have the, longer storytelling, at least. It does, and I, I, so I think that in, at, at that point you achieve you 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 achieve three goals. One, you make a new star. Two, you can yeah. keep Rollins and Punk going, or because clearly they have you know some heat, and I don't think that one match is gonna you know cool that off. Or you can pause it and move to Punk and the Judgment Day. And three, you know, you have a good excuse to give Seth Rollins some well-needed time off. Because like you said, Ransom, <clears throat> the the world title is the workhorse title. I, I read uh, something today that Seth Rollins has defended the title, I think, 55 times in the last year. Roman Reigns has defended the WWE title 55 times since he won it. Uh, which, by the way, staggering. And I don't, I, don't, I don't know if that incorporates the universal title into it or not. But, like, so I'm – because you mentioned the Hogan record. I figure I'll throw this out there as well. I thought that with the Hogan record, they were just going from, like, him winning the undisputed title – or the universal title until I had the revelation – that he beat Brock for that title two years ago, for the WWE title two years ago. He had the Universal title like two years prior to that. Roman Reigns has literally had one of the main event titles for over, uh, I think it's over 1,200 days at this point. Ooh. He has been Universal Champion for over 1,200 days. If he gets to September, that's going to be over four years with one title. And then the WWE title, uh, I think he's going on, um, I think, two years. Well, it'll, it'll be two years in April. Yeah. Uh, assuming, again, assuming, of course, he wins. Those are staggering numbers. And yes, I know that Roman's not defending it like fucking Bruno was or like fucking Hogan was. And I... Whatever. I, I get all of that. It's still pretty fucking staggering. Because like I said, I thought I thought that this was all just like trumped up WWE media bullshit. Like, no, this is legit. Like, when they talk about the Hogan reign, they are comparing apples to apples with the WWF title and the current WWE Universal World Undisputed Heavyweight title. Universal whatever. Whatever they're calling it. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking time is a son of a bitch. But anyway, that 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 was my thought with how this whole CM Punk thing is going to play out. And I think it would be pretty fucking entertaining. Uh, it, you know, Punk doesn't necessarily have to lose the title after the night after WrestleMania. But, you know, very clearly they have a penchant for pulling some shit at the night after WrestleMania. Like, what bigger thing than a cash-in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I, I, I don't... Go ahead. 
Uh, I don't know. Do you think that there's a possibility for a cash in at night one after Punk wins? Long, hard fought battle. He's exhausted. He finally, you know, he beat Seth Rollins. It was a knockdown, drag out match. Like, he is vulnerable. They cash in at the end of night one. That was an idea as well. I, you know, the the other thing that was that was that was raised me by my by my work friend is, uh, I guess I was calling my friend, um, is that, you know, maybe Damian cashes in at WrestleMania, and makes it a triple threat, a la Seth Rollins, you know, at WrestleMania 31, like you know against Seth Rollins at WrestleMania 40, like WWE. Likes their little fucking cyclical things like that, um, so there's 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 some water in that. Um, I I just feel like uh, Phil Brooks is not an altruist. No. Completely, I I think that he definitely has found his love for the sport again, and that's why he came back to WWE. And uh, you know he, he he found his smile again per se. Yeah. And, um, but all that being said, like, I think when he sits down for those negotiations, you know, he, in, in his mind, he's going through the same thing that I am. Like, you know, is he a hall of famer? Maybe, but would a rumble win and like a spotlight at night one at WrestleMania main event winning the title, would that put him over the edge? Absolutely. So I, you know, to me, I think that he would... To me, uh, that that would be kind of part of it, but that he would get his moment at WrestleMania and then let Damien have a different moment after the fact. Sure. I mean, I think that was one of his big hangups uh, to begin with upon his departure from WWE was, you know, he was told, well, you're in, you're in one of the main events. Like, well, yeah, one of the main events, but like, as much as WWE wants to positively position it, you're not in the main event of WrestleMania unless you're in the closing out match. Whether that's night one or night two, I don't think that matters at this point. But when you're in the main event of one of the nights of WrestleMania, you're main eventing WrestleMania. You can say we have right. three main events. Eh, you're positively positioning that some people might believe it, but I think the diehard wrestling fans will look at it and go, no, if you're going to have two nights of WrestleMania, you can only have two main events, the last match of night one and the last match of night two. So I think that was one of his hangups to begin with was he never got that shot to main event a WrestleMania. The only thing that gives me pause. And I think beefs, Beef's theory of a Damian Priest cash-in the night after WrestleMania, it it satiates that. But my only hang-up now is you're taking the workhorse title and you're putting it on somebody who, again, not throwing shade, has had a history of injury. And I don't think WWE wants CM Punk as the workhorse. Because that leads to injury. Putting somebody of CM Punk's age, putting that weight on him, 
and the fact that you have to defend that title so much that so many more opportunities to get hurt. And if he's hurt and if he's out, you're not making money off of him. Uh So it, it benefits CM Punk and WWE because CM Punk's hurt. He's out. He's healing. You're not making money. If, if they can give him that win and then whether it's, you know, the raw after mania or WrestleMania backlash or whatever it is, let get that title off of him and onto somebody who can be the workhorse. I think that's going to be best. I, I, it scares me a little bit to think like, well, you've got a part-time champion of Roman Reigns. Is CM Punk going to be your workhorse? He would have to be because he's got the workhorse title. I don't think it's good optics to have both of your big titles very rarely defended or very rarely showcased. You know, sure, Punk could come out on multiple Raws and SmackDowns or whatever and cut promos and be visible with the belt. But I I really truly believe that one of those belts needs to be almost constantly defended to make it worthwhile to the fans. That's my only hang up of CM Punk winning the rumble and taking the belt off of Rollins is what happens to the workhorse title. Well, and that's, that's absolutely why I think it's going to be a short reign, you know, whether it be a, a, a day, a month, it, you know, it, it's, it's just like CM Punk. Like it's, it's not a, a, a thing. Isn't good. Cause it lasts. <laughs> You know, I think, you know, regardless... A flower is beautiful of... because it dies, because it's ephemeral. Exactly. Yes. I, You know, b- b- bottom line here is that, like, regardless if he goes out there and loses the title the next night to Damian Priest or back to Seth Rollins even, you know, no one could ever take that mania moment away from him. Which I think is, like, the one thing that's kind of missing... From the punk repertoire, the the arsenal, his his cachet, if you will, if you will, uh, yeah, he has the money in the bank win, which is great, uh, two of them in fact, and yeah, he he beat Jericho for the for the WWE title, like as champion, he defended it against Jericho, like yeah, those those are all well and good, but like they weren't marquee. This, I think, is different. And that's why I'm saying, like, you know... And that's... And honestly, like, I have the same thought process as you, Ransom. Like, like, let's not do this. Like, you know, don't put him in a position where he could, you know, get hurt. Put him in a position where he... Put him in a position where he can be entertaining. Exactly. And that's why I'm thinking, you know, they still have that that briefcase on uh, El Senor Money in the Bank. Like, yeah, I think I think that that's absolutely going to be something that comes into play one way or another. Whether it's the night of Mania, whether it's, you know, the Monday after. Hell, it could even be night two of Mania. You know, maybe fucking CM Punk comes out and, like, the Judgment Day beats him up and Damian Cash is in. How wild would that be, you know? Uh, a belt changing hands twice the same mania, like you know, that's WrestleMania nine 
uh, fucking style of awesome there. <clears throat> but like you know, I'm saying like that that'd be that'd be a really cool kind of thing to do. Um, I just I I I, I just feel like <clears throat> that's the ride that we're gonna get. Is Punk winning the Rumble and beating Seth Rollins for the uh, for the, uh, the the world title? The, the other route that they go is have Cody win again and have him probably fail to beat Roman Reigns again. I don't like that. I think that's bad. I think it's a bad call. Which part? That, that the having Cody win the Rumble and fail to beat Roman again because at, at that point it's like okay, well, you run won the Rumble twice, you failed twice. Are we really going to care a third time? I mean, I think he would get a. I think he would get a big pop if he did wind up beating Roman in a in a third match. But I don't know. I think that damages him a little bit. Absolutely. I, I think that damages him, and I don't think that's a smart call to have Cody lose twice and then you know end up beating Roman Reigns like. Survivor Series, or even next Mania after that, Mania 25, 2025. I just, I don't know. It doesn't sit well with me, and I, I think it damages Cody. It makes him look like a double failure. I don't, I don't like that. Um, yeah. I, I would could prefer. Not, could not that? agree more. Mm. I, I, I could not agree more. Uh, if, if I had, if I had my druthers, my preference is. If Punk beats Rollins, somebody fresh and new beats Punk. Because I think that's a big rub. Even if Punk doesn't hold on to the belt for a long time, it could be the night after Mania. It could be the next premium live event after Mania. I I don't think it matters the length of time Punk holds the belt. I think whoever takes the belt off of Punk is kind of like a made man. Um, Not as big as, you know say beating the undertaker streak it's getting a nod I, it's more of a getting getting a nod than like getting a rub it is it you is know? you know like oh you're the guy that beat cm punk like the returning hero like you beat him and i think somebody fresh like damian priest he, it'd be neat to see finn balor do it storyline wise i think like oh the betrayal of 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 uh damian priest you know like he did the old switcheroo. He betrayed him. Yeah, that'd be entertaining in a way. But Finn's held the title, not big gold, but like he's held one of the big titles. Damian Priest hasn't, and I think that nod of beating CM Punk, even if it is a Money in the Bank cash in, I, I think that propels whoever beats him higher. And I think a new champion would benefit from that more than a previous champion. Like, I think it would do more for Damian priest to win than it would for Rollins to get the belt back off of CM punk at the next pay-per-view. And I think Rollins needs some time off. Like he's been the workhorse. He's done his due diligence. He's done his duty. You know, he's made that title prestigious. He worked his ass off with it. I think he needs and deserves a little bit of a break and a freshen up. Yeah. Excellently said. Excellently executed, even. And, you know, here is something to consider. 
Um, and I don't have finite numbers on this, so it could be nebulous. Um, but but so so first of all, I I want to correct myself. It looks like the uh, the 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 WWE is factoring in the Universal Heavyweight Championship or the Universal Championship into the Hogan record. The Hogan record is fourteen seventy four. Roman Reigns is at twelve whatever. So, um, there is an event coming up in twenty twenty four on Saturday. August the 31st called Bash in Berlin WWE's first premium live event in Germany oh now I don't know if you guys can think of any German or you know Austrian wrestlers Mm -hmm. uh, who, 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 who might be you know kind of really kind of hitting their stride I'm right there that with you, Alex Wright. Really be exactly the, the wall. <laughs> the, the wall, the the wall actually was what I was going for. But I mean, clearly Gunther. You know, like could Gunther be the guy to beat Roman Reigns? Maybe. Would that would that time frame put Roman over Hogan's limit? I don't know the exact my only you're killing me here my only concern with that as you figure out your numbers my only concern is that some people present company excluded would consider that perhaps the same vibe as maybe whenever uh, uh, Jinder Mahal won the belt Why? Uh, ooh. Yeah, yeah, like, because it's getting a getting a certain demographic. It's getting a certain, you know. So uh, it looks yeah. like if if the dates are correct here, and if we're at twelve fifteen of Roman streak uh, reign, he would need two hundred fifty nine more days. And that would take us to September the 6th. So literally a week later. I I don't think... No. I don't think they, they give it to him that long to not break Hogan's record by a week. I, I don't think that happens. I would not be opposed in my fandom to having punk hold the belt from April to August and having Gunther be the one to beat punk at that event in Berlin for big gold. You can have, you can have punks defenses be sporadic. He can appear on shows and cut promos there 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 is a way to make punk still feel seen without having him work his ass off between april and august and i honestly would not be 
I I would think, damn it. I think at this point I'd be more of a fan of waiting until August and having Gunther be the one to dethrone Punk and win big gold off of Punk. Hmm. Getting that rub, getting that nod of beating CM Punk as opposed to having Priest cash in the night after Mania or Mania or whenever. Yeah, but then and, what's and beat Punk for that title? What's the Punk on uh, or, or the uh, or what's the um, what's the fear of then Gunther winning the belt and then having Damian Priest immediately cash in on him? If uh, zero, yeah, because I don't money think bank contracts are only good for three sixty five. That's true. Okay, fair enough. I didn't do the math in my brain before I made a statement. So, ah. damn it. That's that's another wrench in the cog. I I don't want to see a failed cash in by Damian Priest. Right. I don't think anybody I, does. I think when he cashes in, I think he deserves to win. And they're not going to have him cash in and win off a of Roman. Because I, I don't. How long is that title good for? Or how long is that briefcase good for? Through when? Uh, July. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do that though because I think they're I think they're set on the Hogan record. Maybe I. Really don't, I, I don't think they're going to have him lose before the Hogan record. I just don't. I just I just feel like it's you know it, you know I I used the term apples and apples earlier and it's uh, you know looking back at it now it, it it is literally apples and oranges like you're comparing Hulk Hogan who had the WWF title and Roman Reigns who had the universal title, uh, which eventually was absorbed into the WWE title. But like those two lineages are not the same. Like I, I just, and then like, again, you know, Hogan defended it a ton more. I, you know, to me, to me, I just don't think that, the record matters like it's 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 like um in the nfl like of course like now we're seeing all kinds of new rushing leaders and, and wide receiving leaders because they added an extra game like yeah of course you're gonna see some new stats because they added an extra game to the fucking schedule like mm. if you move if you move the goal post does that change the achievement i think it does and, and and I'm just not – I think that there have been parts of Roman's reign that have been captivating. I think that him and Lesnar having their, their, their matches uh, a couple years ago were, were really good. Um, I think that him and Owens had a series of really great matches. Uh, him and Rollins having that great match at Royal Rumble here a couple years ago. And then obviously, you know, the Sami Zayn stuff. But that's all to say that there have been some huge fucking valleys in in, in the Roman Reigns um, tenure as well. I just, I don't... It's just a number. Like, and, 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 and it's just... The only reason it's a big deal is because they're making it a big deal. And... And I've said this several times, like, 
It's like they're act they're acting like Backlund never held the title. Yeah. Like they're gonna put in the history of books Bruno and then Roman. And and where, that's where, that's a where shame. Where the fuck did Bob Backlund go? Yeah, but that's a shame unto itself. But that's a whole nother discussion. That's an entirely I'm, another I'm, discussion. I'm I'm just saying, like, if you're cooking the books for history's sake, is you know, and I mean, you know, yeah, we we have to be careful at, at how, how how much we target because fucking book because obviously, you know, it's a. It's a uh, it's a it's a fake sport that's predetermined. So like, what records do matter? Honestly, let's say but like, let's say get... it's a real sport that's predetermined. Right, right. Sorry, but like, you get my point though. Like, sure, yeah. At what point do these records actually matter? And we, so we as smart marks understand that it's not about the athletic competition but more about the trust that a company has in you to let you carry the belt for four years. Right. You know, so I just, I don't know, man. Like, the whole thing is just built on a house of cards and means very little to me. It would have a bigger impact if Roman Reigns does lose to Cody at WrestleMania this year. The only, so here's the only wrench that I can think of that may ironically save this whole thing is if the rock comes back and faces Roman at WrestleMania this Ugh. year. I man, I Which, just I I just want you to know how much I hate that. <laughs> I hear you. I just want you to know. I, I want I want it known and you've also angered the pee out of me. I gotta pee again. That's how long we've been going, by the way. I know. I gotta I, I gotta pee. I understand Finish it. Finish your thought. I I, I understand it. I get it. I completely am on board with you. But I, my mind just keeps coming back to the rock on the fucking Pat McAfee show. Nope. McAfee. Nope. I said the right way the first time. Damn it. McAfee. Sure did. Um, where he was talking about wanting to do something special. And I kept hearing the word special in my head. I'm like, oh, WrestleMania 40. That's pretty fucking special, all right. Um, but instead of Cody eating another loss to the fucking Tribal Chief, which would be heart-wrenching and dumb as hell, have The Rock lose to Roman. Really, kind of the only other thing that Roman needs to do, I think. I I don't know how you then get the title to Cody. I don't want to wait for another WrestleMania. So, like, maybe he wins it at SummerSlam, Survivor Series, you know, one of these fucking off-kilter events that happen, you know, after September the 6th. That's a possibility. It absolutely Less is. Less of a big deal, though. It sure is. And it's absolutely going to feel that way it's absolutely going to feel like less of a big deal and i know that they've been making SummerSlam a big deal but like man like to not have cody rhodes win that belt at wrestlemania what a fucking what a fucking travesty that would be so i i have an opinion that that i'm sh you guys might not disagree you might i think a lot of wrestling fans might disagree with 
but I think smart marks might not. I don't know. I'm talking claptrap at this point. I. The Rock has been an actor and out of wrestling for a very long time. Yeah, he's jacked. But he's been out of wrestling for a long time. Is it that big of a deal if Roman Reigns beats The Rock here and now? Like, you, you're having a guy in his prime, essentially, in Roman Reigns, beating a guy who hasn't wrestled in how long? Is it a big deal? Like, I get it, it's The Rock. It's... I mean, The Rock was a big fucking deal in wrestling, but he hasn't been for a long time. I think it would have just. I think it would have meant more last year or the year before. Yeah, like I just don't know. I just don't know that The Rock. I don't know. I just don't know that that it it is that big of a deal. Like, oh, this actor from Hollywood is coming back now and he's going to wrestle Roman Reigns and oh my gosh Roman Reigns beat the rock he beat the rock oh the rock hasn't been in his wrestling prime in a very 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 long time right but he's still one of the greatest of all time and 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 like Hogan versus rock at Wrestlemania 18 still worked I don't I I don't care what anybody says to me Hogan versus rock at Wrestlemania 18 was absolutely an amazing feel an amazing match and just sure like if the moment was just out of this world they tried to yeah. replicate that with 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 cena and the rock it didn't go over because i don't think people organically were into cena and and, and it didn't work the rock was some sort of a weird tweener and here like you're but are you're, people into into reigns at this point I think I, there are a lot of people. Oh, yeah. And, and I'll tell you one thing. I think if The Rock comes back, I guarantee you that Philly crowd is going to be at worst 50-50. Yeah. At worst. Because a lot of people are on the same thought process as you guys. You don't want to see The Rock back. But again, you cannot deny the dude's chops. No, he does. He's, he, he is one of the greatest of all times, and I think that it could absolutely be a changing of the guard situation here. Look, if they don't care about numbers for Reigns' title reign... Oh, they oh. do. Well, we, I, I, I may not, but I guarantee that they do. I don't know. I, I, I think at this point, Roman has run his course with me. And I would be honestly happier to have Cody versus Roman at night two and Cody win than to see The Rock versus Reigns. Okay, but let me do this, though. What if Cody versus Roman happens on night two and Cody loses? No, I don't want to see that. Would you rather see that or The Rock lose to Roman Reigns? Shit. Um, I'd rather see The Rock lose, honestly. Because it is a milestone. 
yeah. Roman Reigns beating one of the greatest of all time. And it saves Cody. Does that mean that we get another 365 with Roman as champion? Probably. Probably. Um, are they going to keep it relevant? I don't know, man. Like, after Sammy left the bloodline this year and the whole thing kind of, the wheels fell off, I really became disinterested in Roman Reigns. Uh, well, I think sure. it's, and I, I don't think it's out of, like, poor programming or anything like that. I think it's just because we're, like, there's long-term there's there's long term storytelling. It's a combination of multiple things. He's never around. There's long like um there's long long term storytelling and then like meh. You know what I mean? Like it, it it literally is that. I hate to I hate to like oversimplify it that way, but it's true. It's there's long-term storytelling and then there's like, okay, let's fucking get on with this. Like, you know what I mean? Like I I've reached right. that point. Yeah. Like it's a, like no one, if he loses, it's not gonna like, it'll be in the moment. I think it'll be a shock, but then people will immediately get over that shit. Like people will just be like, Oh, okay. Oh, I, I think Roman can ride the high of beating the rock for a month or two. But then after that, it's like, okay, well, you know, it was a big deal at Mania. Roman beat The Rock. He beat one of the greatest of all time. Now what? I mean, I, uh -huh. <laughs> I hate to sound like CM Punk, but like, now what? Who else do we feed to Roman at this point? That They're running out of people to feed to Roman Reigns. Yep. Uh, oh, excuse me. Until you start getting into young hot talent that should not be losing they've because already it becomes snuffed, a detriment to them they fucking they've, they've snuffed already it. snuffed out they've they've already snuffed out two of the hottest uh wrestlers in wwe this year in 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 sammy and la knight and you can say oh but yeah oh but like yeah sure sammy won on night one of wrestlemania in the main event with his best friend and that was super cool and everything but like what what's happened since well, and, yeah. and that where, was, where, that where, was where, gonna yeah. be the the butt, like yeah, like now now La Knight's probably gonna be on that same that same fucking track. Like maybe he's part of a four way match at Royal Rumble for Rangers title. Man, and that maybe bumps AJ me the Styles fuck out. That, out. God, that yep. bumps me out. They yep. fucked that yep. up, man. They so, fucked that up so hard. So look, I mean, honestly, it wouldn't shock me if Roman doesn't defend his title at, at uh, Rumble. It really wouldn't. No, they've they they've already announced it that uh, the 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 uh, SmackDown not this week I think but next week uh, they're having a triple threat match for Roman for for the person that's going to challenge Roman next. Oh, okay. And it's probably going to go fucking sideways, and it's probably going to be a, a fatal four way with a Orton, AJ, and um, LA Knight taking on Roman. But yeah, I you know it's just like I I just. We're we're absolutely to that point, and 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 I think that they've cut their nose off to spite their face, to borrow a phrase, like to get this stupid Hogan. Well, to get the record that they were looking to get that they got, and now could easily just drop the, the ball, you know, drop drop the fucking title at WrestleMania to Cody and do the right thing and make everything kind of better. Now they're getting greedy. Yeah. Because yeah, we were we were kind of over it last year at Wrestlemania if Reigns wins again super fucking duper over it 
Um, and especially if he doesn't, especially if he loses it between WrestleMania 40 and WrestleMania 41, at that point, the whole fucking thing is just tits up. Yeah, like, what's it been for at that point? But if if we have to endure another fucking 365 of Roman to get to WrestleMania 41, the whole thing tits up too. So they're literally, if 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 Cody or whomever does not beat him at WrestleMania this year, they're literally in a no-win situation. Yeah. I, maybe, maybe. I, I think it all depends on what they do with the world heavyweight title. I think you can kind of forget about Roman Reigns holding that title for another year if the world heavyweight title story is compelling and interesting and you can't take your eyes off it. Like if, if Punk wins at Mania and then who challenges Punk? Like, what's it going to be? And Gunther wins in August at Germany. And then he's the new hot world heavyweight champion. And who's going to fight Gunther now? I, I think if they play their cards right with the world heavyweight title and that becomes the most interesting title to watch, I, I think you could get away with Roman holding his belt until next year's mania. I, I think it all depends on what you do with the world heavyweight title, because if you can make people really care about that one, that becomes the title to watch. And Roman can sit, kind of sit back in the shadows, defend his belt once every three, maybe four months. And people will be m not, not completely accepting of it, but more accepting of it to get you to mania 41. But that's, I think that, again, I think that also all hedges on who faces Roman this year at Mania. If it's The Rock, okay. I think, I think you, you have wiggle room. You have something to play with. Don't, don't put Cody in that match, though, if you're not going to plan on having Cody win. If Cody loses to Reigns at this year's WrestleMania... And they try to get him to Mania 41. Ooh, I don't think so. I, I don't. I don't think that's going to work. I think you have too many people out there that are that are in beef's camp of this should have ended. There's no way Cody should have lost twice. You know, we just we don't want to see it anymore. I think you make people you give Roman that go away heat, the the heat that you don't want if he beats Cody a second year in a row at Mania. Yep. And then I think it'll be uh, an important uh, story to watch. Uh, also important, though, is is, is, is is wrapping this shit up because, Jesus, we've been talking a while. Poot? Yes? Sorry. Sorry. It's 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 been a minute. <clears throat> Give the people what they want. I I didn't hear that first part. That's, uh, that was that weird. That was Discord being fucky because was... the noise was so uh, loud. Fuck. Poot? That, there we go. Much, much, much Dude. more succinct and much more, much more nice. Um, Say yeah. something stupid. Um, there is a podcast that you listen to. It was quite a lengthy one, but it was good because we got 
caught up and we did a lot of things and we said a lot of stuff. It was good. Wrestling's good no matter where it is. Um, I enjoyed it and my friends are here and we said some stuff. Tom was really quiet this episode, which is kind of weird. Maybe he'll pipe up next time. Um, And we hope you all have a wonderful new year. We hope you all feel real good. We hope you all are doing cool stuff and you make nice. um, uh, you, You make nice things for yourself. So there you go. All of our sponsors are in the link on the YouTube down in the bottom. And then they're also in the description for the audio one, which I'm all caught up on. So as long as I stay on top of shit, everything will be fine. It'll be great. Thank you to everyone. Casual Gaming Dad. Make sure you check him out. He's a great guy. He does awesome streams. And he does a lot of great things. Thank you to Sean Tischler. Sean, we love you. And we need to get to an independent show in 2024. Beef the Legend is awesome. Ransom is the madman and just a delightful boy. Last time I checked, I was Poot the Bard. Um, hold on, let me let me look at my let me look at my my things. Yes, I'm still Poot the Bard. Uh, and Tiger Bomb Tom <laughs> is still Tiger Bomb Tom. Until next time, remember when life shuts a door, open it again. It's a door. That's how it works. Thanks, everybody. Bye. <laughs>